Friends are getting sacked for Friday night. Take it away, boys. Let the football fly. Good evening and welcome out to the corral. I'm Chet Tucker joined by Mo Bell and Mo. We are set for a fantastic second round for a South Carolina State playoffs here tonight. We've got the South Point Stallions playing host to the Lawrence Raiders and Lawrence started out kind of slowly this year, Mo. Started the season one and three, but they are on a five-game winning streak coming tonight at six and three off a big playoff win over Easley, 56 to 13 last week. What do you expect out of the Easley Raiders, or excuse me, the Lawrence Raiders tonight? Well, they got a big time offense, and it's going to come to can South Point's defense match up. The past three games, uh, Lawrence has thrown uh, five touchdown passes per game. 275 yards per game on average, and the quarterback is completing 75% of his passes. So if their passing game can connect, if their line can give the quarterback time to throw the ball, they're going to put some points on the board. But Chet, South Point's defense, they're tough, and, and they're lean, and last week, boy, they played hard. I'm not so sure they're going to give the quarterback time to throw the ball tonight. Yeah, that's certainly something that South Point has that not many teams in the state can can you know attest to. They've got a fantastic defensive line on the edges in the secondary. Uh, they are fantastic with Quan Peterson and Chris McCullough out in coverage. DJ Barksdale over the top. We got captains headed to midfield. But Mo, one thing that looked looking at the stats from last week from this Lawrence victory, one thing that jumped off the page was the stats, the stat line, excuse me, of, of Jay Pulley. Targeted four times, caught it three, 175 yards, 58 yard average, and three touchdowns. That's not not too bad when you get three catches and score three touchdowns. Well, pretty darn good. Of course, they got uh, 413 yards in the air in last week's game, which is a playoff game. So uh, they can the quarterbacks accurate. They got great receivers, uh, and and uh, you know some big time potential from that offense for Lawrence for sure. Captains on the field for Lawrence: number one, Zai Todd, fantastic running back and inside linebacker Jaden McGowan, headed to Vandy next year. A little slight of stature, but Ken Byrne was the 100 and 200 meter 4A state champion track athlete last year, so have to keep an eye on him. Isaac Craig, talented defensive back, and Cole Lawson, the right guard for South Point. You've got Xavion McCroy, the big quarterback, Jaquan Thompson, kind of the thunder to that uh, backfield. He and Caleb Sims. D.J. Barksdale, terrific safety, and Aquarius Davis anchoring that defensive line. South Point will receive the kick when we come back. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. We now have them. Imperial Pools introduces Brio Fire Pits. This is Mike Elder. Turn your smoky fire pit into an efficient burning centerpiece and add options to turn your fire pit into a wood-fired kitchen. They're all available now at Imperial Pools in Rock Hill and Lake Wiley. Mark your calendars on Black Friday. Rock Hill Automotive invites you to a special day. Rock Hill Auto will be doing oil changes for a special price of $24.95 and $45 for full synthetic. 100% of the proceeds will go to one of their employees who is in a very serious car accident. Rock Hill Auto on East Main. Sitka Gore-Tex waiters have arrived at Nickel Store. They're just phenomenal. We have them in two different colors. I have them in the marsh, and we also have them in a two-tone limited edition earth color. Sitka Gore-Tex waiters at Nickel Store, I-77, X-73, Rock Hill. I can't put any holds on them right now because they're in high demand. 
South Point Stallions make their way onto the field through some fire extinguisher smoke. They're in their traditional silver pants, red jerseys with white numbers and silver helmets. On the opposite side of the field, the Lawrence Raiders come in in all white, green, and yellow Cadillac stripes and those yellow Lawrence Raider helmets. South Point, like we said, will receive the kickoff. And, and Lawrence has a rich tradition of football, the Lawrence-Clinton area. Uh, a lot of good athletes down that way. If you don't know where Lawrence is, it's about halfway between Rock Hill and Greenwood. South of Chester might be a better way of saying it, I guess. Handling the kickoff duties for the Raiders, I believe, is going to be Roberto. Excuse me. he's the, It'll be number 30, Brian Sheffield. They've got two separate kickers. And we saw Mo in the warm-up kind of doing a little pop kick. Sheffield is a left-footed kicker, and he's going to angle it over towards the dangerous returnman over there. South Point's going to walk their returnman up to about the 15-yard line. They'll squib kick it, takes a big hop, and it's going to be Jaquan Thompson who fields it and wisely just falls down on top of it. More like a hands team out there for that one, but the Stallions are going to have terrific field position at their own 38-yard line. Yeah, that was a low kick but a hard kick, and a lot of times that ball will bounce off the shoulder pads or just you don't have the person with the right with the good hands, but good job of South Point of getting that ball there in good field position, 37-yard line. Yeah, Zay McCrory, talented senior quarterback for the Stallions, will pilot this offense on the near side. You got Tamari Kendrick and Wayman Jenneret on the far side. It's like Mason Pickett-Hicks and Husky. Caleb Sims in the backfield beside McCrory. Showing some pressure on the inside. It's a handoff. Excuse me, that's Thompson. He's going to be hit, pick up about two yards. Now powers the line forward. It'll be a gain of about four out to the 30, excuse me, 42-yard line. Well, and the Lawrence uh, defense last week in their playoff game against Easley did allow 275 yards rushing by Easley. South Point may test a running game here early in the first quarter. Now South Point had some changes on that offensive line and finally kind of found some things and were really able to get that running game going against the York Cougars. And a fired out. Damari Kendrick makes a catch, but a fantastic tackle out on the edge. He's shifty but cannot escape the sure-handed tackle by Jadon Goodwin. One-on-one coverage, and you're hoping your receiver can outmaneuver the defender or get a key block, but not on that one. Excuse me, that was Jaden Goodwin. Just made a great play to get out there and get Kendrick's foot and keep him from advancing the ball forward. No gain on the play. It'll be third down and six. Stiles need to get out to the 48-yard line. Corey surveys. Twin receivers to each side. Looks to throw it. Got a drag route. Generette open over the middle. Makes the catch at the 45. Will sit down there, and he'll get down to the 41-yard line. Fantastic third down conversion from the Stallions. Well, I tell you, I, I love watching the South Point quarterback McCullough throw the ball. He's 6'5". He looks over everybody, so it's easy for him to find that open receiver. So often we see the Stallion offense, when they get moving, if they pick up that first first down, though, they've got a 50% chance of getting into the end zone. But, yeah, we've seen some games this year where they've struggled offensively and had lots of three and outs. So that first one of the game, very important. They'll have three receivers towards the near side, lone receiver to the far side. Be a handoff to Thompson straight up the gut. He's got big room, crosses the 30, be caught from behind and dragged down at the 26-yard line. First down yards on a 14-yard run. Well, that was straight up in the middle off the right guard spot, and that's a case where South Point's offensive line just blew the South Point Raiders off of their line. Stallions quickly on top of the ball, but they're going to be whistled over on that far sideline. May have a tackle by, or excuse me, a timeout by, it's going to be an official. They're going to have an equipment change. I thought Lawrence might have burned one quickly there to quit this momentum, slow down this Stallion offense. 
Stallions will stay in that same formation. They wanted to go quickly, had Thompson out there ready to take that handoff, and for some reason there was an equipment issue, and White Hat's going to have to go explain that over to Coach Daryl Smith. Smith, a longtime defensive coordinator at Dorman, about said Dorman University, just about <laughs> be, but over at Dorman High School. Was a GA at Clemson years ago, first head coaching job at Barnwell in the early 2000s. McCroy's going to keep it. Now he'll flick it out to Kendrick. Kendrick's getting a great block from Jennerette down the sideline. May have stepped out. He ran it into the end zone. They're going to say he stepped out of the eight first and goal upcoming for the Stallions. Good pitch. McCullough rolled left, and everybody had taken the fake handoff up the middle, so it only left a few people on the outside. Almost scored on that one. Stallions quickly on a first and goal. Now ball spotted at the eight-yard line. They're going to hand it off Thompson right up the middle. Actually, they're going to flare it out to the sideline. Blockers in front, but Kendrick could not haul it in. Or excuse me, that's Jakari Webb, intended receiver. Somewhat of a hurry-up offense for South Point here early, and the Lawrence defense was not set on that. They were fortunate that the ball was thrown a little off target. Additional offensive linemen will come into the game. Kind of a heavy package upcoming from the Stallions. Still Thompson in the backfield beside McCrory. One receiver set out to each side, tight ends on both sides. Be a handoff up the middle. Thompson's going to be hit in the backfield, going to be spun down, going to be a loss of two on the play. So nice job thus far by the Raiders with their backs against the wall. Puts the ball about the 10-yard line. You don't want to start thinking negative, but if you don't get a first here, you're in a real good position to get a field goal. Yeah, Chip Testazio has been excellent so far this season, but we've seen this formation here and generate on those little drag routes across the middle, kind of a wide receiver screen. We'll see what they set up. They'll stay in that same formation, the big package. Thompson moves to McCroy's left. It's going to be a fade pass thrown over to Jennerette. Elevates, makes the grab in the end zone. Touchdown, Stallions. Wow. That looked like something you'd see on a Sunday afternoon. One-on-one coverage. That's what Lawrence is playing, the wide receivers. The, well, good coverage. Ball was thrown high, somewhat of a jump ball. And, boy, did Jennerette jump and uh, just got two feet, three feet above the defender. Brought down the catch in the corner of the end zone. A 10-yard touchdown pass from McCrory to Jennerette. And then the Destazio extra point is tacked on at 7-0 Stallions. 9-29 to go first quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. What's better than low? Zero. Especially when we're talking interest rates. Apply for a Family Trust credit card today and enjoy an introductory 0% APR for the first 12 months. What do we mean by 0% APR? Exactly that. Plus, we have no balance transfer fees, no annual fee, and no cash advance fee. At Family Trust, we know what you like. And who doesn't like 0% APR? Apply fast and easy on our mobile app or through our website. Call 803-367-4100 or visit familytrust.org for complete terms and conditions. Membership is required. With a new COVID variant circulating, we know your family, staff, and customer safety is important. We can help by sanitizing your workspace or home for COVID-19. Call me, Jen, with Bio One for your disinfecting, crime scene, and extreme filth cleaning needs. BioOneCharlotte.com. Nastasio's kick won't travel into the end zone. It's going to be picked up at the five-yard line. That is the ever-dangerous McGowan on the return. He's going to get good yardage out to about the 27-yard line for the Stallions are able to cut him down. Didn't look like Destazio got the right connection on that kick. It was kind of low and wobbly, Mo, but going to be good field position here for Lawrence. Yeah, one, one hopper, and uh, Lawrence receiver did a good job of fielding it rather than letting it bump around for a while. 
And a good place to start from. You know, you're not deep in your own end zone. You're on the 26-yard line. And I think the South Point Stallions certainly, when they're kicking off, they expect Astazio to put it into the end zone. But you certainly don't want to kick it to McGowan. So now they'll come out. Going to set up a little wide receiver screen. Got a couple blockers. Get it to McGowan's hands in space. Crosses the 30. He'll be wrapped up. Tries to spin out of attack. Going to be dragged back and thrown down. He's going to have about five yards on the catch, Mo, out to about the 32-yard line. Four receivers on the near side of the field. Uh, three were blockers and one was a receiver. Uh, hey, six-yard gang, that's a pretty good start for the Lawrence offense. Quarterback James Rawl. We mentioned the big night. He had six touchdown passes last week against Easley. They'll send those four wide receivers stacked over to the far sideline for us, closest to the Lawrence sideline. James Rawl has zero interceptions the last four games, too. That's a big stat. And they're certainly looking to go quick. He's in an empty backfield. Five receivers going to keep it himself. Look for something up the middle. Not much doing. May have scrambled forward for a yard. Actually, they're going to say his knee hit down at the 32-yard line. Need to pick up about five yards for a first down. Big opportunity for the Stallions to get their offense back on the field. Oh, three and out would be wonderful if you're pulling for South Point. More traditional formation here. They'll get a running back in the backfield. Two wide receivers set to each side. Stallions showing a little bit of pressure. Now Rawl back out, look over towards the sideline, gets a new play. Stallions linebackers walked up to the line of scrimmage. Zero man on the edges. Everybody matched up tight. Rawl looking to throw, takes a snap, gets pressure, going to have to run it, gets tackled and hit, going to be short of the first down by about maybe a yard and a half most, so decision time for Coach Smith. How much do you want to roll the dice here deep in your own territory? Big, big, big decision for Coach Smith. It looks like he's leaving them out there. No punny team coming out. Good decision. You do not want to give the South Point the ball on the 35-yard line. So Coach Smith's playing the conservative role, but he's right in this one. Punt it. You got a good punter. Jackson Martin will handle the punting duties back deep for the Stallions. I believe that is Quan Peterson back deep, standing at the 35-yard line. Jackson Martin takes a snap, left-footed kick. Kind of wobbly. It's going to drive back all the way to the 30. Takes a big-time Raider bounce, and it's going to be knelt down at the 20-yard line. So the Stallions will have to go 80. High school football on the OTS Sports Network, sponsored in part by AirTech Heating and Air. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. And by Schiller Hamilton Law Firm, we've got your back, 366-0333. And by Badcock Home Furnishings, Liberty Street in New York and Albright Road in Rock Hill. If you miss any of your favorite 2021 high school football playoff games. You can hear the complete rebroadcast online in the OTS Sports Vault starting at 6 a.m. every Saturday morning. Available at WRHI.com. So the Stallions will take over from their own 20-yard line. They'll send three receivers to the near side, one to the far. It's going to be Caleb Sims in the backfield. He takes the handoff. A little jump cut in the backfield to pick up a couple of yards, maybe one. Had good penetration there from that uh, Lawrence defensive line. They're going to give Sims two on the carry. Yeah, that was number 70, uh, Sam Falaw, who's 280 pounds, and uh, South Point's offensive lineman. I think that was, um, Ale- I believe that was Alex Xavier McClure. Uh, fired out quickly, got Mason Pickett Hicks. Actually, that's Rollison. First action for Rollison since the second game of the season. They're certainly thrilled to have him back. He's been out injured, and when they get the ball in his hands, he's electric, Mo. Yeah. Well, he, he's not that big, but you saw some shifty moves on that. He took a what might have been a four-yard gain, turned it into 10 or 15. Well, he has a 15-yard gain. It'll give the Stallions a first down out to the 37-yard line. 6.34 to go. Stallions join a 7 nothing lead. We're still early here in the first quarter. 
McCrory spreads those receivers wide, takes a snap, got a handoff inside to Sims. Sims breaks through an arm tackle, pushes forward out to the 40. Well, he'll be brought down, but gain a three on the play. Yeah, defender hit him high. Uh, I'm not going to say it was a face mask, but he hit him around the head, but did a good job not grabbing the face mask, I guess. Second down and seven upcoming for the Stallions. A big defensive line for Lawrence. And they turn to look for the defensive call. They look like a, a big group of young men. McCrory claps his hands. He'll take the snap. It's a high one. Going to fake the handoff inside. Looking to throw it. Generette over the middle. Generette makes the grab at the 40. 30. Foot race. Generette 10. 5. Touchdown. Raymond Generette is second of the night. Wow. We're not even halfway through the first quarter. Two touchdown passes. Thrown well and caught well, but Chip, we got a problem yeah, for a South Point fan. Laundry on the flag, and it's ineligible man downfield. And McCrory looked, you know, questioning that pass was thrown pretty quickly, Mo. I, you know, that's not really a, any kind of. Yeah, it was a slant pattern over the middle. The quarterback, when the snap occurred within a, two seconds for sure, ball was thrown. Usually you don't see men down the field that fast, but uh, the refs are right there. They. Absolutely sure they made the right call. Yeah, Lawrence is living dangerously, though. They've had man coverage out on the edges. And I'll tell you what, Bo, they just haven't faced anybody with the amount of weapons. I mean, they got McGowan right now covering Generette, and he's able to run with him for sure. He's got the speed to do it. But Generette has about half a foot on him height-wise, and that ball was thrown up in the air. Generette was first to it. McGowan went to break up the pass, couldn't do it. And Generette was off to the races, but all for naught. Now second down and 12. They're going to hand this one off. Caleb Sims inside. Excuse me, that's Thompson. He's got room. Crosses the 40. Foot race. 25, 15, 10, 5. Not going to get him. That is a touchdown run by Lavaris Copley. And another flag is on the field. Boy, they can't help themselves. Oh, wow. Another big play. And it's coming back, Chad. It's usually holding. They're going to call it a personal foul. Oh, my goodness. No indication as to what it was. I didn't see anything. Well, the Boo Birds are out here at South Point. Two touchdowns brought back. And, um, again, it, it all happened quickly, but we didn't see anything. It looked unusual, but apparently the refs did. Yeah, I was following the ball, so something must have happened. The flag is thrown about, gosh, eight yards from the line of scrimmage. So I believe that the penalty will be enforced from the spot. Yeah, well, you know, holding happens every now and then. And particularly on a good run, sometimes that's why they made a good run, but uh, personal foul. Wow. I'm sure Coach Holliman will get an explanation as to what happened. It was something downfield. So maybe, you know, they're really trying to get those kind of crackback blocks out of the game. So anytime that you're blocking back towards your own line of scrimmage, there's the opportunity there for either unnecessary roughness or a personal foul just in the eye of the, the referee. But this is going to back them up all the way back to the 29-yard line now. Need to get out to the 47 for a first down. So it's going to be first, excuse me, second down and 18 now, Mo. Well, the fans do not like this, but uh, that's breaks of the game. you got to come back with another. See if they can come back with the third touchdown in a row. That would be something, wouldn't it? McCrory takes a snap, fakes it over the middle, setting up that drag route to Generette. He makes the catch. He crosses the 35, and he'll be caught and spun down at about the 37-yard line. So nice game. Back to the original line of scrimmage. So it'll be third down and 10. And good news if you're a South Point fan, no flag on that play. Yeah, but two big penalties here early in this game. South Point had a chance to really kind of steal the momentum and maybe 
pull this one away early, but now third down and ten. McCrory takes a snap, looking Generette direction. Generette stops, passes, caught at the 48. First down, Stallions. They just don't have any answer for Generette at the moment. No, he Generette went down 15 yards, stopped very quickly, the old button hook we used to call it, and the defender was five yards away. And, again, McCrory throwing that pass on time, on target. You mentioned that, Mo. It's on time. Generat comes out of his break. The ball's in his chest right as he comes out. No chance for the defender on that play. First down and 10, Stallions. McCrory will look to the sideline, get to play. They still got single-man coverage over on Generat. And the poor fellow right now with that duty is Isaac Craig. Snap is high, but hand on to hand it off inside. It's Copley, 40. He's looking for blocking, 30, 25. Got a man coming from behind, trying to strip him. He'll be dropped down at about the 14-yard line. Copley, out of nowhere, just making an impact on this game. Boy, you talk about mixing it up in big plays with the run and the pass. That's all that's happened here is first quarter. Big play after big on the ground or in the air. Caleb Sims will check back into the game, give Copley a little bit of a breather. Generette still, the lone receiver to the near side of the three, spread out on the far side. It's Sims and McCrory behind the center. McCrory readies, claps his hands, takes the snap, going to hand it off inside. Caleb Sims, Sims just bouncing around, ping-ponging in, five touchdown. Caleb Sims, 14-yard run. Good blocking up front, but what a run, too. There was contact at the line of scrimmage, but he just bounced off two or three guys and kept his feet moving. was sort of falling forward. It seemed like he fell forward for five yards. Touchdown good, no flags. Yeah, really, just like bumper pull there. Sims, the smallest of the three stallion backs, and just kind of bounced around on the inside, got knocked, kept his balance, reached for the goal line, able to extend into the end zone. Destazio on for the extra point movement pre-snap. I believe we're going to get an offsides penalty. That will be enforced. Stallions, we saw him two weeks ago against York. There was an offsides penalty. They decided to take the penalty and went for two. They'll decline this one, and Destazio will ready again for another extra point. High School Football, the OTS Network, brought to you by KFC. Get a taste you crave at a price you love. And by Bio One Hoarding and Cleanup, BioOneCharlotte.com. Snap back, hold down, kick is up 14 to nothing. South Point Stallions on top, 4.43 to go. First quarter, you're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. This is Benny Etter of AirTech. Let us improve your home's air quality with filtration systems and UV products that kill viruses and help your family breathe better, healthier air. No matter what the weather calls, AirTech Heating and Air. 327-7100. Football's most exciting plays are the ones that you never see coming. And when it comes to surprising your taste buds, Coca-Cola always scores big. So before your next game, Rock Hill Coca-Cola urges you to pick up a game changer of your own. Thank you, sir. Taste the feeling. When it comes to probate, estate planning, and wills, turn to Hyatt Law Firm. Alton Hyatt is a lifelong Rock Hill native, former state legislator, and has been serving area needs for over two decades. Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill. Counsel with a name you know. Fireworks at the corral. South Point Stallions lead it 14 to nothing. Stallions kicking off. Back to Stasio gets a much better foot in this one. Drive it deep into the end zone, about eight yards back, and the Raiders will start from their own 20. Well, Chet, if you're a fan of the Raiders, um, you got to look at a different point of view. You're down 14-0. You know what you need desperately? A first down or two. Yeah, first that down. Points, but if it's a three and out and South Point gets it in midfield and scores again, 
this game might be over a little earlier than we thought. Yeah, South Point's got two touchdowns on the night on the scoreboard, but have scored four. They had two big plays wiped off by penalties, but were able to keep the drive alive. Punched in by Caleb Sims from 13 yards out to make it a 14 to nothing lead. And quarterback James Rawl in this Raider offense needs a big play. They'll come out, three receivers to the near side, one to the far, set up a little option, look, nothing doing, going to be caught in the backfield, spun around, and really did a nice job to avoid a huge loss, got back, making a loss of one on the play, move back to the 19. But nowhere to go. I mean, he was absolutely stopped in his tracks as soon as he got the pitch. I, I think if Lawrence is going to really move the ball, they're, they're going to have to get their passing game going. That's what's got them here this far in the playoffs. It looked like they may have been showing a little bit of a – Wildcat look there, but Rawl will step back into the quarterback position. He'll send a man in motion. Twin receivers to each side now. Rawl takes a snap, going to look to throw. Bouncing around in the pocket. Stallions trying to swallow him up and do back at the 15-yard line. And Quarius Davis with the sack. Give the South Point pass defense, the safety of the cornerback, some credit. Three receivers are out. They were in man coverage, and... They were, they were not open. There was nowhere to throw the ball. Yeah, so another big play here for the Raider offense, third and 15. That stallion defensive line just expecting pass, pinning their ears back, getting into the backfield. Not much for Raw to do, but the reason why is because those defensive backs are locking down these receivers. Third and 15, Raw looks to the sideline. Clock moving, 3.30 to go. Raiders trailing by 14. That stallion home side. Getting pretty packed here as the first quarter edges on. Rawl takes a snap, going to throw deep. Going to be well over the head of anybody in the area. Closer to it was D.J. Barksdale. Fourth and 15 now, punt up coming. Yeah, he, uh, Barksdale had him covered, but free safety was put, coming over too on top. So, um, And that was uh, D.J. Barksdale, I believe. Just a good job of coverage by South Point's defense on that uh, three-play possession. Jackson Martin back out to punt the lefty. Stallions will send Barksdale and Quan Peterson back to receive the punt this time. Going to spread out wide. Either one of these two capable of taking it the distance. A little non-traditional punt formation. The Stallions will cover it up just like a, a normal. they got McGowan in as one of the gunners. He'll switch over to the right side of the line. Martin takes a snap. Going to kick it away. Peterson's going to let it bounce. Should have came up and got it. They're going to lose 15 yards of field position because he let it bounce. A big hop there all the way back to about the 37-yard line. But, again, three and out. It's three minutes to go here in the second, first quarter, and South Point's offense coming out for the third time. They scored touchdowns on the first two possessions, plus the two you mentioned, yet that were called back for penalties. So this offense is um, – Gaining confidence as the game goes on, I guess. Uh, high School Football OTS Network, sponsored in part by Rock Hill Automotive. We keep Rock Hill rolling by Imperial Pool and Spas. Anderson Road, Rock Hill, and in Lake Wiley. Three wide receivers will be set to the near side. It's Thompson back in the backfield with McCrory. Snap is high. McCrory has to kind of tuck it, and he's going to be sacked and will lose a couple of yards. They tried to strip the ball away. Everybody's signaling that it came out. There's a scramble for the ball on the ground. All the Lawrence players saying they have it. No official signal. A little bit of carelessness in there with the ball, Mo. Yeah, he the, he wanted to go left, but the receivers just weren't open, so he did the right thing by not throwing it into a crowd. But, yet, looks like we might have a turnover. Yeah, first turnover of the night. They're able to strip it out of McCrory's hands as he's going to the ground, and Lawrence does indeed recover. So on a first down, McCrory just takes a sack and loses it, and that's a big play for Lawrence, able to get the ball back. 
but also flip field position. And, and, you know, the first two possessions, Lawrence started deep in their own territory. They're in good shape to, uh, if you get a first down or two, they're in position to score. Yeah, so they'll have the ball at the Stallion 34-yard line. I'll snap it off. Going to hand it off first time tonight. Nothing doing right up the middle. Big-time collision. They will drive it forward, maybe a yard gain. And that's number two, Ty Roberson on the carry. Yeah, and Quirius Davis made the initial contact and hit him high, pushed him back. Good form, good tackle. Boy, they're going to give him all the way up to the 30-yard line. So, gain of two on the play. That was a big-time collision, but able a, to drive it forward just a touch. That was a generous spot, too, I thought. So, now second down and eight upcoming for the Raiders. They'll send one man in motion. Rawls going to look to throw. Drops back, setting up a little screen. Pass is complete, but no gain on the play. Stallions there to wrap him up. Great coverage downfield by the Stallions, scraping the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that was. Uh, and, and give the coaches partial credit there. That was a play that they saw on film. I don't know if the formation tricked it, but the South Point looked like they knew that play was coming yeah, right, before the ball, right when the ball was down. Three guys surrounding the receiver as he makes the catch, able to bring him down. Actually lose about a yard on the play, so it'll be third down and nine, probably in four-down territory, Mo. Uh, absolutely. You, you need you need some points. No need to punt, not from here. Single high safety here for the Stallions. They're going to set up a little option look and throw it over the middle. Pass is going to be caught. Wow, wow, what a catch. May, they're going to mark him down at the 16, so that is enough for a first down. I believe that was Martin on the reception. Well, he was well covered, but the ball was thrown low, so nobody could get to it but the receiver. So that was a nice pass, nice catch for uh, Lawrence. Certainly. So now they'll have first and 10 down at the 15-yard line. Rawls sets up, takes a snap, looking to throw Blitz right up the middle. Nowhere to go. He's going to be spun down. Well, he fought for a long time through about the first two people that made contact with him, but it's going to be a big loss on the play. He bailed out backwards as that blitz came right up the middle. He's going to lose about 10 yards on the play all the way back to the 25-yard line. I think that was Jonathan Williams hitting first, and then uh, Jeremiah Feaster hit him second, and a third guy came in and hit. The quarterback tried to get away, but too many people coming at him. A big play for the Stallions there to back him up. Under a minute now to go first quarter. Raiders looking for something. Only scored seven points in the first quarter of last week's game, but they turned it on in the second with 34 points in the second quarter. Rawl takes a snap, going to throw it out quickly. Has McGowan on the edge, has a blocker out there, but great pursuit there by the Stallions. They'll push him out of bounds after a gain of about seven. Yeah, seven yards is good, but you, but you need 17. And uh, they are possibly in field goal range. This is an important down. And of course, they need 12 or 13 for a first down. Yeah, probably in four down territory. You're not going to win a playoff game on the road here at the Corral kicking field goals. No, this is certainly four down territory. I'm with you. I agree. Third and 13. And they're going to allow the first quarter to expire. Won't have to take another stab. So at the end of the first, South Point Stallions on top 14 to nothing over the Lawrence Raiders. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Meet Joe. Watch this. Woohoo! <laughs> right now, he and his son are jumping on the bed, and his wife isn't happy about it. Look out, though. Good thing they have a Badcock account, so they can get the credit they need to buy anything for their home. Because with Joe, <laughs> oh, you never know. Need new furniture? Let Jeff Hart and his staff at Badcock Furniture on Liberty Street in York or Albright Road in Rock Hill take care of you.
Making your visit to the dentist a pleasant experience. That's what Cranford Dental is all about. Dr. Elizabeth Robinson. I want to be known as being kind and compassionate, but I also want them to know that I do excellent dentistry. New patients are welcome. CranfordDental.com. Nickel Store reminds deer hunters to check to make sure they have everything they need for a successful hunt. Don't forget the small things, a good case, a good sling, some covers, good set of binoculars, range finder. Guys, we've got it all in stock ready for you. Nickel Store, I-77, exit 73, Rock Hill. Start of the second quarter here in the Corral. Stallions up 14 to nothing, but after a fumble... Lawrence in business here at the 19-yard line of the Stallions, but they're facing third and 13 here, four-down territory. Got to get some points on the board. They'll send twin receivers to each side. Rawl with Roberson in the backfield beside him. They'll swing Jay Pulley in motion. Set it up, Pulley, on a little halfback pass. Great coverage down there by Chris McCullough. Fantastic job. Heads-up play there by the Stallions. Recognized that Pulley could throw it, and McCullough stayed in great position. No trickery there, and, and again, the coaches and players are watching game field, and they may have seen that play earlier in the year because uh, they absolutely they had two defenders on the receiver and a third one heading that way, so no way to catch that one. So now fourth down and 13. Raiders looking for a big-time conversion here. They'll bring in some additional receiving options. Perel Shans checks in as well as Jackson Martin. They're going to stack up four receivers to the left side, one to the far side. Rawls going to throw a little slant pass, going to be knocked up in the air. Great recognition there by Chris McCullough, able to step in and bat it away. Well, it was one-on-one coverage, and it was a bang-bang play. The receiver, the ball, McCullough, all were there at the same time. Ball popped up in the air, incomplete, South Point ball. I think Rawl kind of got rid of that maybe a little bit before his receiver was anticipating it. McCullough dangerously kind of peeking in the backfield, read the route, jumped it. No chance for a conversion, so the Stallions will take over. After turnover on downs, they'll get the ball at the 19-yard line. And do we see a new quarter? No, the quarterback is not in the quarterback position. Yeah, they got Jenneret in there taking a little wildcat. He's going to run to the right side, has blockers in front, gets down the sideline, squeezes through. He'll be knocked out of bounds across the 30-yard line out to the 31. So a little wrinkle there from this stallion offense. Well, that looked too easy. He just basically ran the right side, didn't run that hard, but got around the corner. Jenneret's done a little bit of it all. We saw him play some defense there at the close of the Catawba Ridge game. Had a pick six that really sealed the the deal for the Stallions. Now McCrory's going to line up again. It's kind of a tight end. Jenneret's going to check back over, take the shotgun snap. Will they put it in the air just let him roll? He claps, gets the defense to jump, but apparently not into the neutral zone. Ten seconds to go on the play clock. Jenneret takes a high snap. He's going to run right side again. Looking for block. Cuts it up the middle. Makes a man fall down at the 40. Crosses the 50. Jenneret to the races. 25, 20, 15, 10. Wayman Jenneret, third time tonight. Big time run. Wow, wow. No trickery on that. Just snap it to Jenneret and tell him to get to the end zone. He ran on the right side. Had a little contact after five yards, and somehow he sort of uh, pulled his ankle out of the grasp of somebody and weaved his way through and turned the speed on Chet. That looked sort of easy. Generate and the <laughs> Wildcat takes the snap. Goes 69 yards to Paydirt. Chip Destazio on for the extra point. 
Snap back, kick is up, and it is good. No good, excuse me. Chip Destasio sails wide right. So it's 20 to nothing, 11.32 to go first half. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. I'm Dr. Culp with Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics. One thing we've learned is that braces have no age limit. So whether you're young at heart or young in age, we've got you covered. Plus, we offer plans as low as $99 a month. Visit SaturdayBraces.com. The most comfortable call you can make. Hospitality Heating and Air. This is Gene Lucas with Hospitality Heating and Air. Been waiting to replace your aging heating and air conditioning system? Get an American Standard System and 10-year parts and labor warranty, complete with a 10-year service contract, 980-4677. South Point Stallions on top, 20 to nothing, thanks to a trio of Lamon Generette touchdowns, two in the air, one on the ground. And my apologies, I said third time tonight. I was counting one that was called back. <laughs> Caleb Sims had the second touchdown. Well, and Adden, last week he went over the 1,000-yard mark on receptions from passes. Uh, he's going. He's going to be approaching 1100 at the end of the night for sure. Maybe yeah, more. You take on a two carries for 81 yards rushing. Kickoff will not make it to the end zone. It's going to be fielded about the eight yard line. Going to the right side is a return man. He'll be brought down at the 25 yard line, and that's where the Raiders will begin. Well, as that said, the last uh, possession important for Red Raiders get a few first downs. They need to turn the momentum here. Don't forget, coming up after 10 p.m. on all of our OTS sports stations, Cable 103 and Facebook, you'll hear and see Chuck Roberts at the end zone, a recap of all of Friday night's playoff games with highlights, commentary, and interviews with the coaches. So first down and 10 now for the Raiders. James Rawl looking to spark something offensively. He's going to keep it himself. Nowhere to go. Caught in the backfield. Going to be spun down. Maybe a loss of one or two on the play. Fantastic job over on that far side. A.J. Miller in the backfield making the stop. Well, just nothing working for Lawrence on their offense. But, again, the, the really tremendous athletes for South Point, uh, they aren't going to allow many plays for positive yardage. So now second down and 12 coming up. Clock moves under 11 minute. 20 to nothing lead for the Stallions. Second round, South Carolina State 4A playoffs. They're going to hand this one off inside of Roberson. Roberson takes contact and bounces it off the edge. He's going to pick up a couple, give him four on the carry. Be third down and eight. Nice run on the right side, positive yards. But um, I, I think you have to get the running game to get the passing game going sometimes. Sometimes it's just the opposite, but nothing working for Lawrence here in the, in the second quarter. Yeah, right now, Mo, I think they're just trying to take a little bit of the pressure off, let the, the defense be looking run first before they pin their ears back and come, trying to give Raw a little bit of an opportunity there in the backfield. But Stagg's doing a great job against the run as well. Raw takes a snap. Going to look to throw a little crossing route. Dropped there. Had McGovern, or excuse me, McGowan. It was a great throw. McGowan just could not handle it. Had that safety, DJ Barksdale, breathing right down his neck and couldn't hang on to it. Would have been first down, but but the ball came in hard, and he knew the defender was right on him. And if, it, and if the ball was on target, it may have been a collision. I don't know. I'm not going to say he heard footsteps, but 
Couldn't, went, not able to bring it down. Ball's a little off target. And we've got Peterson and Jennerette back to return the punt of Jackson Martin. Stallions in kind of a punt-safe formation, and it is going to be a timeout by the Lawrence Raiders. 10-12 to go. They trail 20 to nothing to the South Point Stallions. Listen to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. Imperial Pool and Spas and Spa Guard have what you need for great spa care. Spa maintenance is easy if you know what to do. That's why you should depend on the pros at Imperial. Protect your investment and enjoy it all winter long with the help of Imperial Pool and Spas, Rock Hill, and now in Lake Wiley. Hi, ladies. If you want a high-quality and affordable used car or SUV that you can depend on, Ideal Imports West is the place to go. Ideal Imports West can put you in the car or SUV you need with a payment less than $300 per month. Ideal Imports West, Selenese Road next to Matthews Construction. Benny Etter here. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. Don't let the cold drive your energy costs through the roof. Take advantage of the area's lowest price winter tune-up now. Call AirTech Heating and Air. Call AirTech at 327-7100. Fourth down and eight here for the Raiders. Jackson Martin back to punt. He's going to take it. He's going to roll to his left. A nearly block. May have been touched. Going to be almost fielded, but goes right through the hands of a stallion up back who was trying to catch it. I believe the ball was blocked, Mo, but it hits a stallion downfield past the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be a Lawrence first down. That was Jalen Stratford trying to make a play, and if he catches that ball, Mo, he likely runs it back. All the coverage team has passed him. Yeah, it was blocked, and it turned into sort of a knuckleball or straight ahead. Hard one to catch, but I don't blame him. I would have tried to. But fortunate for Lawrence, they get the ball back on a turnover. Two turnovers tonight by South Point, none by Lawrence. So this is Lawrence, they, again, they need a few first downs. They need some points. They're down 20-0. And their offense has just been going nowhere because of South Point's aggressive defense tonight. Yeah, so the turnover there, and really that's hard to, to call a turnover. They're shouting for the block and then you know, turn around and get your head back and it's coming right at Jalen Stratford. They hand it off inside of Roberson. Powerful running there. He's going to pick up a couple. Keeps driving the pile before the Stallions are able to push him back. Gain of about five on the play. Good good blocking up front for uh, Lawrence and, and a good run. He was hit uh, after a two-yard game, but he got three more just with effort. Well, he got a heck of a spot, too. Give him six on the carry all the way out to midfield. Stallions with that four-man defensive front. Lawrence really tries to spread that defense out by putting wide receivers all over the place. Got four of them on the field, three to the far side, one to the near. Roberson in the backfield beside Raw, going to set up a little bubble screen out to the far side. Complete, and be enough for the first down out across the 45-yard line down to about the 44. Actually, I say stepped out at the 45. Quarterback uh, was standing on the left hash mark, threw it all the way across the field, and that's a very dangerous pass with South Point. If they anticipate that pass, uh, it could be a pick six. Pulley on the reception there for the Raiders. He'll have enough for the first down. First and ten from the Stallion, 45. And a handoff inside this time to Zaitai. Ball on the ground, scramble for it, and I believe the Stallions come away with it. They certainly are signaling that they did. No official signal just yet. Stallions come out of the pile with the ball. Stallions forced the turnover. It's tied on the fumble. Didn't see which Stallion got it. Actually, that's A.J. Miller, I believe, coming out of the pile with it. Yeah, and that was just a, a missed handoff. So, unfortunate for, uh, for the Raiders. They were had something going, and uh, it was stopped. Reminder that all of our playoffs games are heard live online. Download your free app and select the game you want to hear every week. Check out WRHI.com for a complete broadcast schedule. 
So this Stallions offense has only stopped themselves so far. The McCrory fumble, the only blemish. This will be a handoff to Quan Thompson. Straight up the gut, crosses midfield. Going to have first down yardage. Spun down at the Lawrence 45-yard line. And, and it's pretty much the same run for South Point. It's just straight at you right off the guard spine on the left side or right side. They just have faith in their blockers up in the middle. Stallions quickly on the ball. They'll snap it. Hand off inside Thompson again. Big hole once again, but a shoestring tackle made. He'll pick up about five down to the 40, but excellent tackle there, or else he might be going the distance, Mo. Well, South Point's offensive line really doing the job. They're blowing them off the line of scrimmage. And if you can uh, just hand the ball off such a simple, low-risk play and get five or eight yards every time, why not? Lavaris Copley will check into the game, give Thompson a breather. McCrory looks to the sideline. They've got three receivers to the near side. Generette matched up one-on-one on the far side. They love those one-on-one matchups. It's going to be a fake to Copley. Going to throw it right side. Got Damari Kendrick streaking, catching the 15, 10, 5. Damari Kendrick into the end zone from 40 yards out. What a good play. No flags. Don't see any. And that was as simple as the uh, quarterback, Xavier McCullough, faked the handoff. A lot of people went with that fake. And then he just stands up so poised. And, again, he's 6'5". He can see over everything. The receiver had five steps on the defender, and he put the ball right on target. Uh, the 50, excuse me, 40-yard touchdown pass. McCrory to Kendrick makes it a 26 to nothing game. Extra point pending. Snap back. Destazio's kick is up. This one is good. 27 to nothing. Stallions on top. 8.26 to go. First half. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Save on your monthly mortgage payment with a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage from Founders Federal Credit Union. Take advantage of low rates while they're still around, and you'll also have no private mortgage insurance cost. The application process is easy, and your mortgage is serviced completely by Founders and always stays with us. Relax your home. For more, visit foundersfcu.com forward slash 30. Membership qualification required. Credit evaluation, underwriting requirements, terms and conditions apply. He's a Manchester. NMLS identifier number 4106. No matter how you show your team spirit this football season, with face paint, team jerseys, or grilling with friends and family, your game day won't be complete without ice-cold Coke Zero from your favorite store. Nothing says it's game day like Coke Zero. Pick up some refreshing Coke Zero today. Coke Zero. Zero means it's game day. Stallion offense clicking on all cylinders. 27 and up in here. Early in the second quarter, Destazio's kick travels deep into the end zone once again. And Mo, you know, really don't have the superlatives to describe what we've seen so far from the, the Stallion offense. Well, you know, what's, uh, if you're a South Point fan, what's neat about it, it's been a lot of people, a lot of stars. It's, it's not one guy. I mean, Generette um, is certainly outstanding, but there's so many good players for South Point that you can spread the ball around and uh, still, you know, manage to get some big-time plays. And it makes it so difficult to defend them when they're able to distribute the ball as well as McCrory's done tonight. you got three running backs who have been carrying the ball fantastic tonight with Sims, Thompson, and Copley, and then a couple of receivers getting involved as well with Jennerette not only receiving the ball but also running that Wildcat QB, Damari Kendrick, just with a, a 40-yard touchdown pass. We saw Kyrie Rollison with a, a big-time first-down grab on the first possession. Handoff inside. This is Roberson. Nice spin move in the hole. He'll pick up about three yards. And I think we're seeing a little strange in or changing Lauren's uh, offensive strategy. They're running first now, not throwing first, and trying to establish running game, as you mentioned earlier. 
so they can give their quarterback more time to throw. Yeah, Rawls has been kind of scrambling around. Anytime he's sat in the pocket tonight, he's been heavily pressured and just haven't been able to get anything going downfield. Handoff inside of Roberson again, makes a jump cut at the line. Now a spin. He's going to be close to the first down yardage, need the 30 for it. He's going to be about a foot short, it looks like. Two, two good running plays, both of them right at the middle. So offensive line not giving up for Lawrence. They're still hitting their guys hard, trying to create holes. Maybe third down and less than a yard. Four-man defensive front from the Stallions walking up two linebackers towards the line of scrimmage as well. Single high safety is Barksdale. Man coverage out on the edges. Quan Peterson matched up with McGowan. Handed off to Roberson again up the middle. Big time hole. Excuse me, that's not Roberson this time. And a fantastic cut at midfield. He'll spin forward. I believe that was Zy Todd on the carry. Uh, it was Zy Todd. He's 5'11", 205, and uh, found a hole, sort of created a hole. And once he got open field, made a good move or two. Nice run. Best run of the night for uh, Lawrence. So now into Stallion territory at the 44-yard line up to the big Zy Todd run. They'll get to the line quickly. Now look to the sideline for the play. Twin receivers to each side. Todd still in the backfield beside Rawls. They'll hand it to Todd this time. Kind of bouncing around. He'll have about five yards down to the, uh, call it four to the 40. Same play, I think. It was off the right uh, guard tackle spot. And, um, you know, if, if they find an area where their blockers can beat South Point's defenders, it's okay to go down the field running the ball five yards at a clip. Yeah, and, and as far as high school running backs go, Zai Todd coming in just under six foot at over 200 pounds. He, he's a, a big young man, and Stallions have struggled at times with big running backs. You think back a couple of years to that upper state championship game versus South Aiken. This time's a handoff to Zai Todd left side. He's going to first down yardage down to about the 33-yard line, so a little something cooking here for the Raiders. Yeah, he was sort of popping off the left tackle spot and uh, not much of a hole, bounced out, and good speed got around that corner. I think he has a first down. They may have to measure. Uh, they'll just go on and send it. High School Football on the OTS Network brought to you in part by Cranford Dental. Kind, caring, professional. CranfordDental.com by Haven Miller State Farm on Main Street in downtown Rock Hill, 327 Farm. And by Nickel Store, the Outdoorsman's Paradise, I-77, exit 73 in Rock Hill. So now we'll have Ty Roberson in the backfield with Rawls. Going to fake a pitch over there, throw it near side. Excellent defense there by Stratford, but a fantastic catch made by Kaysen Elledge. That's a slant route over the middle. It's very hard to defend that. It's a dangerous pass if the linebackers get back in the spot, but that ball was thrown really with a lot of zip on it. Nice catch. Yeah, Strat- game. Stratford was right there, able to get a hand in there, just could not dislodge it. Hand off Roberson right up the middle, have enough for the first down before he spun back. Needed two got maybe two and a half so it'll be first down now raiders just outside the red zone and if you're a raider fan real is best uh, drive of the night by far but you need to get some points out of this you gotta get some points for a halftime to go in to tell your guys that you can still do it clock moves under five minutes 30 to go first half it's a 27 to nothing lead for the stallions trying to claw their way back into it are the raiders first down and 10 Rawls going to look to throw. Pump fakes. Now goes over the middle. Pass complete. Big time collision inside the five-yard line. That was an excellent catch by Kaysen Elledge, but he kind of broke one tackle, stood up tall, and got absolutely popped inside the five. But first down and goal now for the Raiders. One-on-one coverage. He did a great job of not fumbling that ball. He did get up and go in. Don't see any flags, even though that was a really hard hit. Lauren's knocking at the door here. Yeah, first sustained drive here by the Raiders, and they're in position. 
They're going to hand this one off to Roberson. He's going to be hitting the backfield. Nothing doing there. Stallions had that one buttoned up. He's going to lose a couple, probably back to about the five or six-yard line, depending on progress. Yeah, that, uh, you know, and some, some teams do real well once they get inside the 10, but in some ways it becomes hard if you rely on the pass. There's just not as much space to throw a ball. So be interesting to see. It's definitely four-down territory. And yeah, a penetration from that Stallion defensive line blew that play up. Now from the six, it'll be a timeout taken here by the Stallions. Going to clean it up. 4.27 to go, first half, 27 to nothing. Stallions on top. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Have you tried the all-new KFC chicken sandwich? Whoa, a new chicken sandwich? Yes, they started off with a perfectly baked brioche bun, followed by 20% bigger crispy chicken filet. Of course, they finish it with their classic mayo and extra crispy pickles. I got the classic, but my wife chose the spicy. And the best part, it's only $3.99 or make it a combo with fries and a drink for just $6.99. Sign me up. It's the KFC chicken sandwich at your local South Carolina KFC. On top here at the Corral, second round of the 2021 high school football 4A playoffs. It is second down and goal from the five-yard line. Stallion defense takes a timeout, kind of catch their breath, come up with a plan. I think they expect a heavy dose here as Zaytad or Ty Roberson. Well, they're probably expecting a pass play, and, um, and you know, if the quarterback gets sacked, uh, he's going to be out of a field goal range maybe. Big crowd on hand here for the Stallions. Going to be a keeper by Raw. Tries to get back to the line of scrimmage. They cut his legs down, pile him up, and drop him. May have lost a half-yard ball. Comes out well late. Stallions pick it up, start running down that far sideline. But it will be third down. And, Mo, I think he lost a yard or two on that one. We'll see where they spot it. Looks like they're going to mark it down maybe at about the six-yard line. So no gain on the play. I was surprised at that call. I mean, you got a quarterback that can really throw it, and you got a running back that can really run it. But... Quarterback going up the middle is probably not a good idea. Not against this South Point defense. Well, Raw will walks about to the numbers to, to get the play. He's got Roberson, excuse me, Zatad beside him in the backfield. Three wide receivers bunched up to the near side, lone to the far. He's going to roll to his left, looking to throw. Goes over the middle. Pass is going to be complete, but short of the end zone. Going to be fourth down and goal from the two. Well, that was a nice pass, nice play call. But when Jaden McGowan, who's going to Vanderbilt, caught the pass, he was hit. And no way he could go forward. Fourth down, boy, this is a big play, Chet. Yeah, he you know, he kind of almost checked back towards the quarterback, making it a little bit easier throw. But when he did, he brought himself out of the end zone into the field of play. And Lawrence is going to have to burn a timeout. We will do it with him as they discuss this huge play upcoming. 27 to nothing, Steins on top. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Mark your calendars on Black Friday. Rock Hill Automotive invites you to a special day. Rock Hill Auto will be doing oil changes for a special price of $24.95 and $45 for full synthetic. 100% yes, of the proceeds sir. will go to one of their employees who is in a very serious car accident. Rock Hill Auto on East Main. I'm Dr. Culp with Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics. One thing we've learned is that braces have no age limit. So whether you're young at heart or young in age, We've got you covered. Plus, we offer plans as low as $99 a month. Visit SaturdayBraces.com. Biggest play of the night upcoming for the Lawrence Raiders. It's fourth down and goal, and I believe they've got a mark at about the two-yard line, Mo. 
Got to punch it in. They're trailing by 27 points here. Still in the first half, they can punch it in and somehow stop the Stallions after this. They'll get the ball to start the second half and could cut this lead in half. And Coach Smith for Lawrence, this is a tough call. What do you do? You know, most people would run it in, but he has a quarterback that threw six touchdown passes last week, so he can throw it. Gosh, uh, this is going to be a call of the game right here, Chip. I think they're handing it off to Zaytai. You got a big back like that. Let him get ahead of steam, try to just run right up the middle. Stallions put everybody in the box. They bring a receiver in motion, and a flag comes in. Play clock at zero. Boy, if they didn't get it off, and they did not, delay oh. of game. They took a little bit of extra time breaking that huddle on the sideline, coming out of the timeout, and that is just an absolute killer. Backs them up to the seven-yard line. Gives them a little bit more room to put the ball in the air, but boy, does that hurt. Yeah, it does, because now South Point will anticipate a pass. Before, you didn't know what they were going to do with two yards to go. They're quickly on top of the ball, getting ready to go. Stallions aren't set on defense. Now they'll get ready. Send the man in motion, looking to throw, going to throw it in the direction. Flag comes in late. Incomplete pass. Great coverage over there by Chris McCullough. We'll have to check the flag. We've got illegal procedure against the Raiders. And I believe that's a pre-stat penalty, so they'll get to do it again. So they got lucky on that one, but it'll be from five yards further out now from the 12th. He was throwing a uh, one-on-one coverage kind of pass in the corner, which, uh, again, you see in the NFL a lot. You see in college, too, I guess, but not in high school. And that would have been incomplete. Had thrown in the direction of Michael Mankaka, who's locked up, been locked up all night against Chris McCullough. And it's kind of been a no-fly zone over there in number four's direction. Yeah, he was throwing a jump ball, and uh, it was not going to work out in favor of uh, Lawrence. So Lawrence now fourth and goal from the 12 now. 314 to go first half. Zaytad in the backfield beside Rawls. Send Pulley in motion. Going to look to throw near side. Pass complete to McGowan. He's going to be stopped short of the end zone. Got to the one, but no further. The Stallions make a stand. Wow. What a fun play to watch. Ball thrown on target about at the one-yard line, and the runner turned trying to get in. But South Point, it was like reinforcements game. Instead of a one-on-one, you had four or five South Point players pulling them back. Yeah, Quan Peterson was in the coverage. They had great coverage as soon as the pass was caught. He was on top of McGowan, getting no speed, headed towards the end zone. Barksdale came, and then the reinforcements arrived. And now the Stallions take over at their own one after the turnover on downs. It'll be a handoff inside. Caleb Sims runs right up the middle, maybe gets a little bit of breathing room. That Powell will continue to push, gets out to close to the five-yard line. So a nice gain on first down, two minutes 57 to go here first half. And when you're on your own four-yard line, you don't have a lot of options. But some teams would say, what a great time to pass. Nobody's looking for it. Most coaches would not say that. They would say, let's just get the ball, uh, you know, let's just not have a turnover or get a block punt. So You know, they got Jenneret out on the island, though, single coverage. Got a little bit of breathing room. I wouldn't be surprised to see him take a shot in Jenneret's direction. Single coverage is going to fake the handoff. That's exactly what they're looking to do. Jenneret looks up trying to find the ball. Man, Kaka going to make the interception. Jenneret didn't really have a chance for it, didn't turn his head. The pass was a bit underthrown, gave Mankaka a chance to turn around and find it. He made a terrific grab over there. So taking the shot there for the Stallions ends up hurting him. Yeah, that was one-on-one coverage at, at its best. Just uh, he had the inside position. No way that um, he was going to give that up. You can hear all the action of Gamecock football starting tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. with pregame featuring OTS Media Sports Wall of Famers, Greg Brandon and Chris Miller, followed by kickoff at 4 p.m. Hear it tomorrow on Interstate 107 as USC travels to Missouri. So that's Stallion defense right back out on the field. 
Rawls going to look to throw. Looks over the middle, got a man streaking through. He's going to be caught at the 25. Breaks a tackle and into the end zone just like that. Jay Pulley into the end zone. Quick strike offense there from the Raiders. They punch it in. Just what the doctor ordered for Lawrence Raiders. Um, a quick strike. It's a score. It's before halftime. It just gives a lot of life to a team when you're down 27-0. You needed something good to happen. That was it. Six points. Stallions had them against the ropes and give up the big play. Now on for the extra point would be Roberto Luna. Snap back. Kick is up. And it is good. 27-7 to now, Stallions lead. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Somebody injures somebody else due to their negligence, and they're not willing to step up and make that person whole again. We're the ones that go and make that happen. We work together to make sure that what we're doing is understanding our clients. It's very difficult to be What you got for me on that score, Chester? We don't want somebody to feel alone when they're not able to provide for their family because of an injury. We want people to know that there's somebody out there that will fight for them. We don't want you to fight your own battles. We don't want you to go it alone. We want you to call Schiller and Hamilton because we've got you back. Schiller and Hamilton Law Firm. Don't go it alone. 803-366-0333. Thank you, sir. Patient care and making dentistry a pleasant experience. That's what Cranford Dental is all about. Dr. William Cranford. To sit and listen and converse with patients is the driver to find out what they want, what they need, how we can get them there. New patients welcome. CranfordDental.com. Once again... Lawrence kicks kind of a squib, quasi-onside kick, and it's going to be fielded by the Stallions at their own 43-yard line. So excellent field position here for the Stallions. A chance to add to this 20-point lead before half, 2.18 to go. We'll see if they get back to the normal offense now that they're not in the shadow of their own goalpost. 2.18, plenty of time, Chet. It'll be Copley in the backfield with McCrory, Husky, Kendrick, and Webb, the receivers on the near side, Generet. Solo on the far side. They'll hand it off inside Copley. Copley goes left. He's going to be spun down right at the line of scrimmage. That's a fantastic play there by that defensive line. Excuse me, that was the linebacker, Zai Todd, stepping up, making a fantastic tackle in the hole. Flag comes out late. Not quite sure. They're going to get holding against the Stallions. Boy, that was a quick hitter. Didn't have much time to hold on to anybody, I wouldn't think. But that's going to back him up 10, put him behind the chains. Yeah, well, not good. Penalties have not gone side points way. They usually don't. You know, just always have had trouble with penalties. South Point has, but you know, with a uh, 2:14 left, and you're, um, gosh, it's going to be what first and 20. I look, just knowing South Point, they're going to put it in the air. They're not going to say, let's just run the clock out. Uh, they think they can get 20 yards and get a first down, or actually, what, 23. Yeah, wow. it, it looked like the flag was thrown right at the line of scrimmage. Hard to believe there's anybody in the backfield as quickly as pass was thrown. But McCroy going to look to throw. It's got Generetta on the far sideline. He's going to get. Most of that yardage back, back to the 40-yard line. So it'll be second down and 13. Gets and, back 10 yards. And and South, South Point offense coordinator, second and 13. That's manageable. They're not worried about this. Clock stop with 208. Yeah. Generette went out of bounds, so the clock does stop. Stallions still have two timeouts remaining. So time really not an issue. They've punched it in four times tonight, and each of their drives has been about two and a half minutes long outside of the Generette 81-yard drive where he played wildcat two snaps pass is going to be thrown 
into the mix right over top of a defender. Armendez Husky makes a fantastic grab over on the near sideline. I just don't think the defender saw it, but he would have had an opportunity to grab that one, but it's first down yardage all the way down to the 34-yard line of Lawrence. I'm going to brag on South Point quarterback. Not giving recognition he needs. That was a bullet thrown 40 yards down the field. They'll take the snap, hand this one off to Copley. Copley goes left side, right just inside that left tackle. He's going to pick up about six yards down inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. And, and also I'll give the quarterback for South Point recognition for finding an open receiver. That's not it's not always easy to do. And, again, he's 6'5". It's a little bit easier when you're 6'5 and you're looking over everybody. Gain of six on the first down run from Copley. McCrory patiently gets to the line, looks to the sideline. Still three receivers to the near side. Single coverage on Generette to the far side. It's dangerous. They're going to hand this one off to Copley. Actually fake it. Now they run a little seam route. Throw it back to the right side to Husky. Tries to make a man miss. Going to scramble and get out of bounds at the 14-yard line. That pass was intended to go to Generette. He was running a little post pattern, but it was well covered there by Lawrence. He checked it down, went to his secondary receiver mode, found Husky. Sets up first down and 10 from the 15. Not every high school quarterback can do that. First receiver covered. He went to a second receiver, put the ball on target. Copley still in the backfield beside McCrory. Generette will have two receivers join him on the far side. It's Husky now matched up one-on-one on the near side. They'll hand it off to Copley on the inside. He goes right side, breaks a tackle at the 10, spins around, going to be slung down inside the five at the four-yard line, be close to first down yardage, and set up a goal-to-go opportunity for the Stallions. Showing his quickness, he just busted right through the line. Look, first and goal for the Stallions clock right at a minute on the handoff to Copley. He's going to get hit at the line of scrimmage and will scramble forward, gets to the two-yard line. Stallions will take their time, not really in a hurry up here, Mo, but not huddling. McCrory looking to the sideline, don't want to leave any time on the clock for the Raiders if they're able to punch it in. 45 seconds at this point. Copley still in the backfield. He'll clap it, get the guys to jump, so that'll stop the clock and be half the distance to the goal. So now they'll be at the one-yard line. You got a big 6'5", 200, and probably 25-yard or pound quarterback, Mo. Might be a chance just to run it right up the gut with McCrory. Certainly would be. You also have Alex Xavier McMore, 72, who looks to be winning north of 250. I believe I'd run over him. I'd say due north of that, Mo. <laughs> a lot north of that. A handoff inside Copley. He's going to be hitting the backfield. Zai Todd slings him down for a loss of about four on the play, all the way back to the five. So it'll be third down and goal. Now clock continues to move, and the Stallions will take a timeout and pause it there, and we will do the same. 27-7, Stallions on top, 31 seconds to go. If you're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. With a new COVID variant circulating, we know your family, staff, and customer safety is important. We can help by sanitizing your workspace or home for COVID-19. Call me, Jen, with Bio One for your disinfecting, crime scene, and extreme filth cleaning needs. BioOneCharlotte.com. This is Kevin Ice at Imperial Pool and Patio. Tired of that old ugly tart covering your pool? At Imperial, we recommend safety and convenience of a loop lock cover. With loop lock, opening and closing your pool becomes an easy one-person job. As for loop lock at Imperial Pool and Spas of Rock Hill and Lake Wiley. It is third down and go here for the Stallions from the four-yard line. They lead it 27-7 over the Lawrence Raiders. Second round playoff action. 31.2 seconds to go first half. Stallions trying to punch one in. Pad this lead before halftime. Lawrence gets the kick. 
in what was a 27 to nothing game just moments ago. Lauren's able to punch it in. They get the kickoff in the second half. They could cut that lead from 27 to 14 if the Stallions can't punch it in. Got Caleb Sims in the backfield beside McCrory. They'll fake it to him. McCrory got to run right. Looks to throw a little pop pass. Got a complete touchdown. Stallions on the right side. I believe that was complete to McCrory on the catch. The quarterback with the reception. It was. He just floated to the right. He was lined up sort of where the tight end is usually. And the ball was thrown just only three or four yards. He caught it at the two-yard line, ran it in. Pretty big target to throw to also, I guess, when you're 6'5". And I did not notice who took the snap, though. I'll have to check that when we go to break. But, boy, just like a big tight end, 6'5", 220 pounds, comes in, makes the catch. Stallions are run on Copley late to get in his wing position here for the extra point. Snap back, kick is up. And it is good, 34-7. to Stein's on top with 26.2 seconds to go in the first half. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Does Lightning McQueen need auto or life insurance? Well, <laughs> he needs protection to fix himself if he wrecks. And he needs to make sure his family is provided for if he can no longer race. What about home insurance to cover his garage? At Haven Miller State Farm, we can handle all three and save you some money in the process. That's what I'm talking about. Ka-chow! Haven Miller State Farm Insurance. Visit us on Main Street in Rock Hill or 327 Farm or at HavenMillerInsurance.com. This is Doug Willingham, General Manager of Idell Imports West. If you're looking for a high-quality, dependable used car or SUV, Idell Imports West is the place for you. We provide financing with payments less than $300 per month. Idell Imports West, Selenies Road, next to Matthews Construction. Thirty-four to seven, stallions on top. We'll tell you about that play here in just a moment. But kickoff from Nastasio is going to be fielded at about the four-yard line. Going up the right side, trying to be tripped up, crossing the 20-yard line, be down at about the 22-yard line on the return. And that was number five, Kaysen Elledge. And, Mo, I didn't notice it when we came out of that formation. Coming out of the break, Stallions got in that into that formation pretty quickly, and it was Jennerette kind of in that wildcat formation, and we thought he was just going to run it right around the right side like he's done twice ready tonight. Looked like Lawrence was ready for it, anticipated it, rolled right. Defense committed to him. He dropped it right over the top to the tight end, who on that play was Xavion McCrory, the quarterback from South Point. So wide receiver to quarterback on the touchdown pass. Wow. Be sure to stay tuned for highlights and scores tonight, statewide playoff games all coming up. On the hospitality heating and air halftime report. Rawls going to look to throw pass. going to be intercepted on that far sideline. It's McCullough with the pick going straight down the sideline. Got a chance to score. Loses his balance. Can't tell if he got in. No signal. They're going to mark him out inside the 10 at the 8-yard line. Chris McCullough with the pick. Boy, did he anticipate that. Jumped right on it. Made it look easy. I thought he was going to score. But uh, must have just, he was walked, sort of going the tightrope down the sideline. Now, the question with 12.18 seconds, you're side point. You're winning this game. You're really up. Do you try to score one more? You yet? absolutely do. You, try, you take <laughs> yeah. two, maybe three, if you got time, shots at the end zone. I would not be surprised to see that same pass we saw on the first touchdown, just that back shoulder fade to Wayman Jennerette, let him go up and make a play, particularly if they're going to single cover him on that far sideline. They got to roll a safety over top of that. Stallions will come out in a twin formation. They've got the ball at the eight-yard line, 12.8 seconds to go. McCrory in his traditional quarterback spot. 
Got Copley beside him to the right. Jennerette on the far side. They're going to roll right with McCrory. He's got room. He might be able to run it. Going to look to throw back across the middle and throws an interception in the end zone. Ill-advised pass from McCrory. Not sure what he saw there, but he threw it right into the defender's arms in the end zone. Well, it was just good coverage. There was nobody there. He tried to force it in. Not a good decision. So a mistake there from the Stallions prevents them from tacking on to their lead here late in the second half. Only 4.6 seconds remaining. I fully anticipate Lawrence to take a knee. They dodged a bullet there. First, McCullough couldn't quite keep his balance on that far sideline, stepped out at the eight, but then to get the interception in the end zone. That's that's the second interception McCullough's thrown tonight. Uh, First one was just good coverage by uh, the defense of uh, Lawrence. So now they'll hand it off right side going, and the clock will expire in the first half as the tackle is made after a gain of about nine. So the Stallions will head to half with a 34-7 lead over the Lawrence Raiders. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Welcome back out to the corral. Chet Tucker, Mo Bell, Seth Eves back at Broadcast House on the ones and twos. And, Mo, we were chatting a bit during halftime. South Point Stallions enjoy a 34-7 lead, but if you were to look at a couple of line items in the stats, you wouldn't have any idea. South Point had four turnovers in the first half, two interceptions thrown by McCrory, a fumbled punt, and then uh, McCrory also had a got sacked and stripped so nine possessions, five touchdowns, and they also had two touchdowns called off the board by penalty. So if you just look at those turnovers, those penalties, uh, you would certainly think that the Stallions would certainly be in a much closer game, possibly even trailing. And one other stat, and zero punts. Yep. They never punted. So it, it was wild and crazy. And, and two of the two touchdowns called back were, were like two plays apart. And, um, you know, South Point fans – did not like one of the calls. Now, again, the referees are on the field. They usually get it right. But um, I guess if you're a South Point fan, if you're up 34 at 7 and a half and you had all that fun watching the big plays, some good, some bad, you're getting your money's worth. Some additional first-half stats of note, courtesy of Brian Wilmer at Sports Matters on Twitter. Check him out. Always posting about the games. Zay uh, McCrory, 12 of 15 for 174 yards, two touchdowns, and one touchdown receiving. Wayman Jennerette, a big night, five receptions, 58 yards, one touchdown, two rushes, 81 yards, one touchdown, one of one passing for four yards and a touchdown. And Damari Kendrick tacked on three catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. We are just about set for action here in the second half. Lawrence will be. We'll be receiving high school football on the OTS Sports Network, sponsored in part by Rock Hill Coca-Cola Bottling Company, supporting your county sports for 115 years. I'm a Founders Federal Credit Union. Relax. Discover the Founders difference. FoundersFCU.com. And by hospitality, heating, and air conditioning of Rock Hill, the most comfortable call you can make, 980-4677. And by Ideal Imports West. Intersection of Selenese and Rawson Road, Rock Hill. Chip DeStazio handling the kickoff duties once again for the South Point Stallions. Back deep for Lawrence, Jaden McGowan, the burner, state champion in the 100 and 200 last year, and Kaysen Elledge. And if you're Coach Smith for Lawrence, Chet, I'm not sure what you tell your team at halftime. You're really down, but I guess you say this first possession is really important. They did kind of steal away a little bit of momentum there. South Point 
had a chance to punch in another touchdown right at the end of half. Elledge is going to field this one at the one-yard line. He comes up right up the middle looking for a hit, and he's going to be popped right as he crosses the 20. He'll get out to the 22-yard line. Great coverage. Dalton Busey on the tackle. And, of course, if you're Coach Devontae Holland from South Point, what do you tell your team? You're up a lot, but you tell them, keep the foot on the gas pedal here. Don't let up. And you're talking to your defense probably more than your offense as far as keeping up the momentum. Yeah, I go back to the – uh, South Point at Shelby game earlier this year. Coach Perry and I had that one, Mo, and they were up big, enjoyed a, a big lead, took the starters out midway through the third quarter, and really in the blink of an eye, Shelby cut it to a one-possession game. They'd been up, excuse me, down 30 points and then had the ball moving with an opportunity to take the lead, and the Stallions came up big. Handoff inside, going to gain a couple, maybe two or three yards, out to the 25-yard line. I believe that was Zy Todd on the carry. And, and Lawrence really had, had a little bit of uh, things working their way once they went to the running game, uh, some really good runs. And at some point, of course, that opens up the passing lanes. So moving right to left away from the school, if you're familiar with the corral, Lawrence with the ball. Quarterback James Rawl will walk over to the sideline, barks out the play and the protection. South Point three down lineman will switch one over to the left side, set up a little wide receiver screen, and South Point reads it, eats it up, loss of yardage on the play. That's Chris McCullough coming up, making the hit. Really, the receiver had no chance there, makes the catch, and he gets hit in the backfield. Loss of about four on the play. It'll set up third down and 11. Dangerous pass. South Point seemed to know the ball was coming that way before he even passed the ball. And then the quarterback had already decided he was going to throw it there, but not a good decision. Yeah, that's a one-read play. James Rawl takes a snap, looking to throw. Going to throw right side. Pass is complete, but only a couple yards downfield. Nowhere near the first down. Gain of about four on the play, but it'll be punt time. I said it'll be fourth and about eight yards upcoming for the Raiders. And there's a flag on the play. The, the Raiders' past three games have, are, have been relying on the passing game. 275 yards per game. 75% completion, but tonight it's just not working for them. South Point's defensive backs are just too athletic, too fast. A holding penalty is going to be whistled. It was thrown kind of right at the line of scrimmage, so that would, could make it a third and about 23, but the Stallions are going to decline it. And hear the crowd grumbling about the, the down, but the guy working the chains over there was right to not – Turned the play over until South Point officially declined it. They spotted the ball. He moved it to fourth. So just a little bit of impatience there from the Stallion faithful. <laughs> that puts it into a punting situation. Going to be Jackson Martin on to punt it away. He's going to roll to his left, gets that left foot into it. It's a low spiral that's going to bounce. And once again, the Stallion's unable to come up and field it. and take another nice Lawrence roll, and it'll be downed at the 35-yard line. And that's where the Stallions will take over. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network, brought to you in part by Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill, counsel with a person you know and trust. And by Family Trust Federal Credit Union, building relationships for a lifetime. And by Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics, SaturdayBraces.com. And a reminder, you can hear all the action of USC men's basketball starting at 6.30 Thursday evening. Hear it all on 107 as, as USC takes on UAB. McCrory takes a snap, going to hand it off Caleb Sims. Burst right up the middle, crosses the 40, has first down, crosses midfield, breaks another tackle. Still going, gets a block of the 40, 30, foot race down the sideline. Caleb Sims going to be pushed from behind. He'll be out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. 
Caleb Sims with a burst of speed and a huge gain all the way down to the eight-yard line. What terrific balance. Four different players for Lawrence made contact with him, hit him, but he just kept going. A lot of people would have been knocked off their balance and falling down, but he just kept going, almost got him six points. Nice run. So the big run all the way from the 35 down to about the nine-yard line. 50-plus yard run there from Caleb Sims, finally getting a chance to stretch his legs on a carry. McCrory still in the shotgun, heels at the 15-yard line. Sims beside him to his left. Three wide receivers, excuse me, four wide receivers in the formation. Three to the left, and Zaitai jumps into the neutral zone. Nice job by McCrory there to utilize the snap count to get a couple free yards and maybe slow down the rush. Looked like Todd was coming on the blitz, Mo. Uh, yeah, and if you didn't get the stat at halftime, I think you said McCrory was 12 for 15 this game. He's having a really good game, too. So now first and goal from the four-yard line. It'll be a handoff. Caleb Sims makes a nice little jump cut in the backfield. Dives towards the end zone. Touchdown, Caleb Sims. Wow. He runs so low to the ground. He has good balance. And, uh, you know, he just bounces off people. He's a really good runner. Not very big, but he gets the job done. So Caleb Sims with his second scoring play of the night. Punches that one in from four yards out. 9.54 to go. Stallions on top 40-7 to pending to the Stasio extra point. They'll get ready. Snap it back. It's a good one. Kick is up and it is true. 41-7. to Stallions on top. 9.54 to go. Third quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Imperial Pool and Spas and Spa Guard have what you need for great spa care. Spa maintenance is easy if you know what to do. That's why you should depend on the pros at Imperial. Protect your investment and enjoy it all winter long with the help of Imperial Pool and Spas, Rock Hill, and now in Lake Wiley. Hi, this is Chuck Roberts. If you're looking for a high-quality, dependable used car or SUV, Ideal Imports West is the place for you. We provide financing with payments less than $300 per month. Ideal Imports West, Selenese Road, next to Matthews Construction, 366-2890. I'm Benny Edder. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. Start saving money now by replacing your old heating system with a new, modern, high-efficiency unit. Call AirTech Heating and Air. Call AirTech at 327-7100. to 7 on score at the Corral. Stallions on top. Destazio puts his right foot into it. It's going to be a kind of worm-burning kick. It'll be filled by McGowan at about the four-yard line. He's going to pick up some steam, stretches his legs, got some speed going down the right sideline. It'll be shoved out of bounds across the 40-yard line. They'll mark him out at the 44-yard line. So once again, McGowan showing off those speed, and he's headed to join the Vanderbilt Commodores next year, Mo, and we see why with carries like that. Well, yeah, when you have speed and strength and a good vision, uh, good things are going to happen. He'll be a, a good football player at the next level. Um, good place for Lawrence to start this uh, possession, 9.48 left. And you're at midfield. You can air it, throw the ball long now if you need to. There'll be Roberson in the backfield beside Rawls. Going to hand it off inside to Roberson. Roberson cuts back a little counter play. Going to pick up about four yards out across the 45 up to about the 47-yard line. Just good hard tackling, so much strength. When, when uh, number ninety grabs you, uh, Aquarius Davis, you're not going anywhere else. He just sort of wrestles you down like a wrestling a steer or bull or something. He's got a lot of good upper body strength. And lots of candidates so far for that hospitality, heating and air conditioning, defensive player of the game. 
I've got my eye on one on offense who's done a little bit of everything. The Imperial Pool and Spa Offensive Player of the Game. Rawls will throw it out right side this time. I believe that's McGowan again on the catch. Uh, excuse me, Jay Pulley. He'll have the reception up close to first down yardage. It looks like they're going to mark him just a tad short, so it'll be third down and about half a yard to go. Flair pass on the right side. Cornerback was giving him a lot of cushion, maybe too much cushion. It looked a little bit easy. No third down here. Big opportunity for the Stallions. Raiders only need about half a yard. Rawls in the shotgun. He'll do a little dummy count. Now look to the sideline for the play. Zaytad in the backfield beside him. Will be a handoff to Todd. Get big pressure straight up the middle, but Todd able to avoid it. Gets off right tackle. Have enough for the first down. Gain of about five yards on the play down to the Stallion 42-yard line. Came up the middle and then sort of bounced around the right side. Used good speed to get around the corner. So a new set of downs for the Raiders. First down and 10. Promising drive underway. Started this one at their own 43-yard line. Marched across into Stallion territory. First and 10. Keeping our eye on playoff scores across the state, we'll give you an update, kind of give you what we see happening thus far and kind of what the, the road ahead may look like for these Stallions. Rawls throws it right side, passes complete, but to a falling receiver. It's called by Mankaka, gain of about seven on the play, down to the Stallion 35. When you run five yards and stop, it's a little bit hard for a defender to, to get there in time to knock the ball away. So. Good safe place by Lawrence. Yeah, a little timing route there, and pass was thrown on time. And Kaka came free when he stopped and turned back around. The ball was right on his numbers. He made the catch fall into the ground. Second down and three. They'll fake a little toss there. Rawls going to keep it himself right up the middle. Enough for the first down across the 30. And he'll have enough for the first down down to about the Stallion 29-yard line. So some substitutions coming in for the Stallions, getting some fresh bodies in there. As this is becoming a bit of an extended drive for only the second time tonight for Lawrence. Devontae Holloman, when he gets up, he does like to put in his his uh, younger underclassmen, but we're not seeing that yet. We're seeing the starters in their number two spots playing in the game. Man coverage on twin receivers to each side. Rawls going to look to throw pressure right up the middle, just has to get rid of it, throws it away. Nobody in the area. Referee's going to talk, needs to. Drop a flag. There ain't anybody around there. Stallion. Wow. <laughs> Stallion sideline giving them some grief. Ooh. I mean, there was no one in the zip code of that pass. And I, I think that's kind of game. If, if it's a close game, you throw the flag with the 41 7. They, they sort of took it easy on Lawrence on that. That was absolutely grounded the ball. Yeah. I mean, he got pressured straight up the middle, straight away, just gave up ground and tossed it to the sideline. And nobody was there. Ball didn't even get back to the line of scrimmage before it hit the ground. Now he's going to roll out to his right side. He's got a receiver over there. They want to break the first tackle and spin around. It's Makaka, and he's going to pick up a couple of yards. He'll step out of bounds. Going to set up third down and probably about three, maybe four yards to go. Dangerous pass thrown into heavy coverage, and uh, the runner sort of paid a price. He got hit pretty hard as he went out of bounds. Yeah, third down and four down. Though. Certainly, once again, we've talked about four down territories. It's about midway through the first quarter, but certainly looks like Lawrence. Will not bring a field goal team on. Big-time pressure. Going to dump a jump pass over the middle through the hands of the intended receiver. Sent out there towards Elledge, and the linebacker in coverage may have gotten a little piece on that to just change the trajectory slightly, but it went right through the hands. That was a well-designed play and good execution. Just Stallions in the right place at the right time. I believe that might have been Stratford able to get his paw on it. Yeah, I was was trying to get his number. A little hard to see, 
But that was really good, uh, fortunate coverage. He was open, and it was a good pass, but the defender made up the extra space there, and that was number 16, uh, Dalton Busey, on that uh, stop. So now fourth down and four. Raiders need a conversion. They'll snap their right over the middle, out of the outstretched reach of the intended receiver, Shans, and Stallion's defense gets the stand, and they'll take over on downs. High School Football on the OTS Network, brought to you part by AirTech Heating and Air. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. By Schiller Hamilton Law Firm. We've got your back, 366-0333, and by Badcock Home Furnishings. Liberty Street in York and Albright Road in Rock Hill. And check the updated scores of any of your favorite playoff games tonight by going to the Nichols Store scoreboard at WRHI.com. So first down and Tim McCrory still in the game at quarterback piloting this. Boy, what's been tonight? Just unstoppable stallion offense. Going to hand this one off to Copley. He's going to just take a little cut, and he'll pick up about six, seven yards out across the 30. They'll mark him just shy of the 31, and they're going to get back on the ball quickly. Yeah, it's, it's that point. They've, they've got this hurry-up offense. They don't huddle, and it really – you can just tell Lawrence is, has not seen that this year, I don't think, or they're not expecting it. They look a little um, a little leery, not ready for the snap a lot of times. McCrory goes with a hard count again, gets some takers, but nobody into the neutral zone. They'll hand it off inside Copley again. Big hole, pushes the pile forward. He's out to the 40-yard line. They may spot him across it, but first down yardage for Copley. Copley quietly having a very good night. Yeah, he, he has a good style of running. Uh, people make contact with him. He has his head up and his upper body up, and he just seems to know where to run, where the open spaces are. Picks his holes very nicely, I think. And we didn't see Copley too often in the early part of the year with Sims and Thompson getting the bulk of the carries, but here since the York game, Copley been a big part of this stallion offense. Going to be a give to Copley once again going off the right side, breaks through an arm tackle, have another five yards out to the 45-yard line. And always going forward. That's always a good sign of a running back. Sometimes they'll want to dance around and, and they put it on their back, but he, uh, once he sees defenders in the area, he keeps going and puts his head down. You know, earlier this year we talked about the, the duo of Jaquan Thompson and Caleb Sims really kind of being thunder and lightning. Thompson, the more powerful punishing back. Sims, the, the quick and shifty back. And really Copley's kind of a mix of the two of them. He's bigger than Sims, probably a little bit quicker than Thompson laterally. And uh, he's showing how he can run as well. So Sims will come in, spell him. Copley had a gain of about two yards on that play. It'll be third down and three upcoming for the Stallions, just shy of midfield. And this is, and this is third and threes are always times when you you can run or pass. You sort of pick your um, the best way of getting your three yards. Stallions perfect on the night on third down so far, which is crazy to say still here in the third quarter. No punts. Hard count attempted. Nobody jumps. And McCrory, play clock down to seven. Claps his hands. He'll take the snap. Going to fake the handoff. Those over the middle. Intercepted. Thrown behind Jennerette. And the re- interceptor will go down. It's Isaac Craig on the interception. Just a little bit behind Jennerette. And for the third time tonight, McCrory turns it over by interception. Yeah, and he comes to McCrory comes to the sideline a little um, did, a little upset with himself, I think. Never should have thrown that ball. But Jennerette was open, but it was just thrown just a hair behind him. So four turnovers in total now for McCrory. Had the fumble. Now this third pick. But, boy, outside of those plays, it's been a fantastic night for him. Just a little bit behind Jennerette on that play. So now first down and 10 
for Lawrence at their own 42-yard line. A handoff inside. I believe that's Zay Todd on the carry. And the Jonathan Williams got to him first, sort of grabbed him, sort of held him back, and two or three other defenders came over and helped out. So it'll be after about a six-yard gain, maybe seven-yard gain, second down and three upcoming. That was Roberson on the carry. He'll stay in the game. See a lot of Zaytad in the backfield as well, but he's their best defensive player as well, Mo. So it's hard for him to go full-time at linebacker and at running back. So Roberson gets a good bit of the mix. They're going to set up a little double pass here. Stallions eke it out, and then Rawl will run forward, pick up what he can. He'll have enough for a first down before he slides down to avoid the contact from Jonathan Williams. And that was not a design run. He, he wanted to pass it, but the receiver was covered. Saw a few yards on the left side, and that was just enough to get the first down. It looked like they were setting up for a double pass, possibly. The receiver coming out of the backfield, excuse me, running back out of the backfield, was running back behind the line of scrimmage, so they could have thrown that lateral back to him. So first down and 10 now for Lawrence in Stallion territory. Fake the handoff inside of Rawls, looking to throw. goes over the middle in a big-time collision. Just kind of unfortunate there. Barksdale was going for the ball, but he put his shoulder right into the attendant receiver and knocked him down. He's able to get his hands on the ball, but can't pick it off. But the flags are thrown for the pass interference. Yeah, I, I think he was just looking at the ball and didn't see the receiver got tangled with him. It will be interference, and it's a correct call. Uh, you have to sort of know where that receiver is and stay out of his way sometimes. Yeah, both players have an opportunity to go to the ball, but you can't go through an offensive player or a defensive player to get to the ball. It's kind of like a charge or a blocking foul in basketball, and he's a little too aggressive, went through the receiver to try to make a play on the ball, and he'll be whistled for the 15-yard penalty. That'll march it all the way down to the Stallion 32. So Lawrence, once again, in business here. But they need to get something going in a hurry, trailing 41-7, to 323 to go third quarter. It's Roberson in the backfield with Rawls. Three wide receivers to the far side. McGowan, the lone receiver to the near side. Matched up one-on-one with Quan Peterson. Handoff goes to Roberson. He's going to get some good yardage off the left side. to be shoved out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. Excuse me, 23-yard line. Really good drive so far, Lawrence, on, on this uh, possession. Uh, not getting any big, big plays, but getting three yards, six yards, just enough to move the chains. And uh, it's a good-looking drive for them, but unfortunately they need to score quickly if they're going to get back in the game. That big contingent of Lawrence fans that made the trip up looking for something to celebrate, and Roberson with a big hole right up the middle, ran right down the hash mode. He's going to be cut down, but not before he gets inside the 10-yard line, down to the 9. It'll be goal to go here for the Raiders. They've been down twice close, and Stallions have had turnovers on down both times, so looking to punch it in on this, this attempt. They'll stay in that same formation and hand it off to Roberson. He goes left, now cuts back right, straight up the hash, into the end zone, touchdown Roberson from nine yards out. Good-looking drive, and it was done primarily on the ground, not in the air. And again, last week in the playoff game, Lawrence scored six touchdowns in the air. So a little bit of change of strategy. It worked for him. South Point looked a little tired on that drive, I thought, uh, Chet. Uh, yeah. A lot of the players um, – have gone, you know, the entire game, but usually you're not tiring out in the middle of the third quarter. Roberto Luna on to attempt the extra point. Snap back, kick is up, and it is no good. Wide to the right. So the score is 41 to 13, three minutes to play here in the third quarter. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. 
Save on your monthly mortgage payment with a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage from Founders Federal Credit Union. Take advantage of low rates while they're still around, and you'll also have no private mortgage insurance costs. The application process is easy, and your mortgage is serviced completely by Founders and always stays with us. Relax your home. For more, visit foundersfcu.com forward slash 30. Membership qualification required. Credit evaluation, underwriting requirements, terms and conditions apply. Institutions NMLS identifier number 4106. No matter how you show your team spirit this football season, with face paint, team jerseys, or grilling with friends and family, your game day won't be complete without ice-cold Coke Zero from your favorite store. Nothing says it's game day like Coke Zero. Pick up some refreshing Coke Zero today. Coke Zero. Zero means it's game day. A nine-yard... Ty Roberson touchdown for the Lawrence Raiders cuts into that stallion lead, makes it a 41-13 score, and they'll kick it deep for the first time tonight, and it gets into the hands of Jennerette at the 10-yard line. He's going to run to the left side, has a bit of a seam. Jennerette looking for a block. Boy, he almost had a chance. Had blockers in front, but a great tackle there, and it's Ty Roberson who's able to corral him. Touchdown score there for Lawrence on the previous play. If he hadn't doesn't get his hands around the waist of Jennerette. He might be high-stepping to the end zone. Yeah, Jennerette, he does a good job of following his blockers and almost had the seam there to bust it on through, but not able to. But a great start for South Point. They're on their own 41-yard line. So with the score, you know, sizably in Stallion's favor, the intensity level kind of in the stadium, on the field, hopefully not on the broadcast, has dropped a little bit. Let's see if the Stallions can – Put a little bit more emphasis on this carry to be a handoff. Caleb Sims looking left side. Makes a great cut. Now gets up to midfield. Dragged down from behind. But not before he's able to pick up nine yards on the first down carry. He's not big, but he has heart and he has speed. And he makes good cuts. He's a good running back. Stallions quickly back on top. He'll hand it off to Sims once again. Now goes right side this time. Big hole out to the 40-yard line. They'll mark him down to the 39-yard line of the Raiders. And just like that, Caleb Sims puts on about 25 yards. Um, I mentioned South Point's defense looked a little worn down. Well, now I'll say the same thing about Lawrence. Players are standing with their hands on their hips. And, uh, you know, late in third quarter, they've been out on the field a good bit tonight. First down and 10 Stallions. McCrory has Copley beside him now. He's going to look to throw. Sets it up to Jennerette. It's a long throw, but it's caught by Jennerette. Jennerette going down the sideline, pushing his blocker in front of him, <coughs> leading the way. It was Damari Kendrick and getting some help there from Jennerette, just pushing him downfield. And they're going to mark him out at about the 18-yard line. So another big play there for the Stallions, 22 yards. He was on the sideline, following the sideline. He, he looked like he wanted to cut back cross grain toward the middle, but just not able to. Now, first and 10 for the Stallions. Back in the red zone, ball at the 18-yard line, 2.08 to go. Copley, the running back. And whistles pre-snap. Gives us a chance to tell you high school football on the OTS Network, brought to you in part by KFC. Get a taste you crave at a price you love. And by Bio One Hoarding and Cleanup, BioOneCharlotte.com. And by Rock Hill Automotive. We keep Rock Hill rolling. And by Imperial Pool and Spas, Anderson Road, Rock Hill, and in Lake Wiley. Little formation penalty there against the Steins. It'll back him up five, make it first down and 15. Takes the ball back out to the 23 yard line. McCrory surveys, goes with the hard count again. No takers. He's going to swing it out to Kyrie Rollinson. Makes the catch. Going to pick up the 
penalty yardage back inside just maybe by a yard down to about the 16-yard line. And then, Lawrence, as you mentioned earlier in the game, uh, going one-on-one coverage with South Point receivers, I'm a little surprised they haven't changed, but sometimes when that's your game plan, there is no plan B. And really, you know, you're putting your defensive backs out on the island, but it also takes them out of helping in the run game, and that's why we've seen the Stallions be able to gash them so often tonight with the running plays. McCrory takes a snap, get pressure off the backside, going to fumble it again. Got hit from the blind side. That was Jordan Roberts coming off that right side, and McCrory never saw him, and he got stripped and fumbled it, kind of shaking his arm a little bit, maybe taking a helmet to the elbow, but Lawrence defense forces another turnover. I believe that's number five or six. That's number six on the night. And and I would not give uh, much blame on McCrory on that one. He was just hit hard. Hit from the back. He didn't see him coming. Some of the other times he wasn't being careful with the ball, but he got hit from behind. A lot of guys would have fumbled that ball. So we've had as many possessions in a game as I can remember. I'm almost through the first page of my game summary here. That rarely happens. But it will be first down and 10 now for Lawrence. 125 to go. And a little momentum. Handoff inside. Not much doing on that one. That stallion defensive line wraps him up. First man to it, I believe. Was Anquarius Davis swallowing it up? Maybe a gain of a yard on the play, but nothing further. Yeah, I think the first teamers are going to stay in on defense. Uh, they have a lot of pride, don't want the other team to score. They need to show a little bit of intensity here, pick the offense up, put the ball on the ground again. Rawls drops back, looking to throw left side. He's got one on one with McGowan, able to make the catch. Peterson was in fantastic coverage, just great throw, great catch. Peterson tackles him immediately, but well-designed play and a little post route. They get McGowan in space, utilizing that speed, and he makes a grab all the way up to the Stallion, 45. Well, the South Point also has one-on-one coverage on the receivers from Lawrence. They keep a safety to come help out, but not able to get there in time. That was a nice play. So first down and 10 now from the Stallion, 45. We're all going to hand off to Roberson. Roberson had pressure in the backfield, just stretches the ball out in front of him. He's going to pick up a yard, but... Turned a little bit of nothing into a little bit of something there. Was behind the line of scrimmage, but just stretched the ball out to get about a yard on the play. Yeah, and that was number 54, C.J. Dixon, 10th grader, and uh, made a good tackle on that. But once he got the line of scrimmage, nowhere to go because of C.J. C.J. kind of burst onto the scene about midway through the season. Has been playing fantastic ball. Chris McCullough with another interception. Flag comes in. I think they're going to get him for pass interference, Mo. He he ran the route better than the receiver there. <laughs> Got there to the ball sooner. The receiver ran into him, but he made the catch. But I think he's going to get robbed of an interception here. And what a catch. I'd like to have that one on replay. It was a one-hander. It was a bullet. And he stuck one hand out and somehow managed to get the ball and pull it in. There was contact. You could argue who initiated the contact. Holloman's asking for pass interference on the offense because, I mean, really, I mean, (laughs) you you get there. McCullough's in the spot. He got there to the ball first. The receiver ran into him. The the ball was thrown, and he reacted to the ball and just happened to make contact with the receiver. But nine out of ten times, they're going to give that against the defense, not the offense. You know, you see the collision there, and I I think there's just a lot of anticipation from people watching, from the referees included, you know, to say when there's a collision, it's the defender running into the offensive player, but that was not the case on that play. Rawls going to put it up in the air again, again looking in the direction of McCullough. He's going to get flagged again. So two plays in a row. McCullough is going to get whistled for pass interference with 30 yards and penalties very quickly and unfortunate for McCullough because it should be South Point ball. 
Well, I just saw a long pass in the right corner and a receiver and defender both running, trying to catch it, bumping maybe on both sides. The ball was thrown 10 yards further than the receiver anyway, but it's going to be against South Point, I feel sure, another interference call. I believe you are right, Mo. High School Football on the OTS Network brought to you by Cranford Dental. Kind, caring, professional. CranfordDental.com by Haven Miller State Farm on Main Street in downtown Rock Hill. 327 Farm, and by Nickel Store, the Outdoorsman's Paradise, I-77, exit 73 in Rock Hill, and by Rock Hill Coca-Cola Bottling Company, supporting York County sports for 115 years. So now first down and 10, ball at the 14-yard line. Throw a quick little wide receiver screen pass out to Mancaca. He's going to you know, kind of shift around a little bit, didn't really get upfield too far, then able to get hit and push forward. It's going to be a gain of about four, and that'll do it for the third quarter. 41-13, to 13, Stallions on top, Lawrence Raiders driving. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Have you tried the all-new KFC chicken sandwich? Whoa, a new chicken sandwich? Yes, they started off with a perfectly baked brioche bun, followed by 20% bigger crispy chicken filet. Of course, they finish it with their classic mayo and extra crispy pickles. I got the classic, but my wife chose the spicy. And the best part, it's only $3.99 or make it a combo with fries and a drink for just $6.99. Sign me up. It's the KFC Chicken Sandwich at your local South Carolina KFC. Mark your calendars on Black Friday. Rock Hill Automotive invites you to a special day. Rock Hill Auto will be doing oil changes for a special price of $24.95 and $45 for full synthetic. 100% of the proceeds will go to one of their employees who is in a very serious car accident. Rock Hill Auto on East Main. I'm Dr. Culp with Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics. One thing we've learned is that braces have no age limit. So whether you're young at heart or young in age, we've got you covered. Plus, we offer plans as low as $99 a month. Visit SaturdayBraces.com. Start of the fourth quarter. Here's the crowd. Chuck Tucker joined by... Mobile, and we've had a good one. It's been exciting. 41-13, Stallions on top. Lawrence Raiders in the red zone. Ball at about the 10-yard line. Looking at a second down and five. You know, Chad, I, I was just thinking, I wonder what South Point's record is for the most turnovers in a game. Six tonight is a bunch. I can't imagine many more turnovers in one <laughs> game. And, and, and oddly, they're up 41-13. It's a raw... Sets up, sparks out the protection. He'll take the snap, going to hand off inside. Roberson does a nice job to avoid the penetration, turns sideways, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, but no further. So it'll be third down and about five here. May have lost a little bit on the play. Call it third down and six. A lot of players slow to get up. Two of them are South Point players. I don't know if they're hurt or just a little tired. I think they were just all kind of tangled up. Looks like they were playing a game of twister there, trying to get up off the ground. The ball on the right hash. Lawrence headed back towards the the school building, left to right across your radio dial. Third down and six here for Lawrence. We're all with Roberson beside him. He'll take the snap, going to look to throw. Throws in the direction of number five. Catch is made. He's going to be shoved out of bounds at about the five. That's going to be close to a first down, though, but I think it's going to be a touch short, so it'll be fourth down. Well, and absolutely in four-down territory. And as Chet said earlier, you don't send the field goal team in when you're behind by three or five scores. That's going to be fourth down and a long one yard. That was Elledge on the catch. 
Roberson's going to be in the backfield. They're certainly going to go for it. Fourth down and a long one yard to go. Stallion defense walks everybody up towards the line. Now Rawl will step out, look toward the sideline for an audible. They'll step in. Stallions bring the heat, get their hands up, throw it over the middle. Incomplete. Quan Peterson in there on the coverage. Nowhere to put the ball. Stallions once again with another defensive stand in their red zone. Good movement by Lawrence, but when they got down close, South Point's defense rose to the occasion. Good job. Yeah, but you, you mentioned it earlier in the game. You know, when you get down towards the red zone, you know, you, you just don't have the, the space that you do when you're out in the field. And Stallion's able to take advantage of that, force the turnover on downs. So now from their own five-yard line, Stallions will take over. It's McCroy. He'll hand it off inside. Caleb Sims bounces it out to the right side, tries to slip a tackle. It'll be across the 10-yard, maybe gain of about five on the play, out to the 11-yard line. And South Point now uh, clearly thinks the clock is their friend, so they'll run the ball unless they need to pass the ball to avoid turnovers. And Stallions once again will hand it off Sims. Makes a man miss in the backfield. He'll get out to about the 15-yard line. Should be close to a first down. And No hole there. That was all Sims. But, and again, the offensive linemen are probably getting tired, too. Uh, linemen typically get a little more tired than the backs, even though the backs are running further. But the linemen are working hard. You just don't see all the work they're doing sometimes down in the trenches. Going to be third down and one here for the Stallions. Stallions get them to jump on the hard count. Got Jordan Roberts cheating just a little bit on that edge, trying to bring some pressure, and it'll give the Stallions a first down. Boy, that's, a, I think, the third time tonight they've gotten on jump in, the, in that area. And when it's third and less than five, that's a big penalty against Lawrence. And really, McCall and South Point, you know, most of this season, I, I just I haven't seen McCrory utilize that hard count like he's doing tonight, and it's been very effective. Sims goes straight up the middle. Not much doing on that one. Maybe a yard out to the 21-yard line. Not much further. Uh, and every, everybody working hard. I, I love to watch the linemen, some big linemen for South Point, offensive linemen, and, and they're working hard in there. They're, they're making contact and keeping their defenders away from the play when they can. Stallions got that first first down pretty quickly, and now it looks like they're going to be willing to let the play clock get down below 15. They've been snapping it with about 20 seconds to go each time on this possession so far. Under nine minutes to go in the game. McCrory takes a snap. Going to look to throw this one. Has Jenneret. Jenneret spin move on the edge. Gets the corner and he'll step out of bounds across the 40-yard line. Just no answer for Wayman Jenneret tonight. No, and, and we're not able to give all the complete stats, but uh, we're guessing that he's around 1,100 yards for the year now which is a second-best ever for South Point history, and they've had some good receivers over the years. So now first down and 10 from the 41-yard line. Greenwood, Joshua Greenwood, the talented offensive lineman, will come out of the game. He'll get a spell, get a chance to look on from the sideline. He's been a fixture for this South Point team on the offensive line so far this year. Sims still in the backfield. He'll take a handoff. Actually, McCrory's going to keep it himself. He's got some wheels, crosses midfield, cuts to the far side. Zay McCrory lowers his shoulder at the 25, <laughs> takes on the tackle. They'll spot him down at about the 24-yard line. Big time carry, about 35 yards there from Zay McCrory. We don't see McCrory run the ball intentionally. That was a called play. Nobody was expecting it on the field or in the crowd. Did a nice job. 
You mentioned his size before. He's not quick, but he's fast. You know, he gets that yeah. long legs moving, gets going. He covers a lot of ground. Coach Perry Sutton said he was kind of Usain Boltish yeah. uh, earlier in the season. I, I kind of chuckled when he said that. But, boy, when he hits open space, he, he can move it. Now, Jennerette will be the Wildcat quarterback. He's going to send Quan Peterson in motion out there dealing. They'll pitch it to Peterson. Peterson wrapped up by Zai Todd. Nobody fooled on that one. Zai Todd with a fantastic play from his linebacker position comes in, blows it up for a loss of about eight yards. Yeah, that was just good. He was there uh, right when running back got the ball. He was there. Uh, uh, Batten McCrory, 6'5", and you got to think, he's a high school senior. He's 17 or 18 years old. He could end up growing two, three, four more inches. And that's why I think as a quarterback, somebody has to have interest in this guy. He has a lot of good potential, and you just don't see many fast quarterbacks with a good arm, you know, at, at his height. So second down and 18 now. Set up a little screen pass. That drag to Generette. He's got plenty of room, plenty of blockers. Makes a man miss at the 25. Bounces around and will spin. Gives up a little ground, and he'll be brought down inside the 25 at about the 24-yard line. Almost back to the original line of scrimmage, but it'll be third down and about 11 yards upcoming. And the clock keeps running. Uh, seven minutes to go in the game. South Point very happy with this drive because it's accumulating so much time. And that's such a dangerous play that the Stallions are so effective running. They get the offensive lineman downfield out blocking because it is a screen pass. Generate is running behind the line of scrimmage. So those offensive linemen can get downfield. They're not limited to the two-yard uh, either plus or minus behind the line of scrimmage. So they get downfield, get those blocks set up, and Generette with space is dangerous. McCrory hard count again. This time he's going to hand it off Caleb Sims. He's going to be wrapped up right at the line of scrimmage. Excuse me, that's Copley on the carry. And it may be time for Chip Destazio and this field goal team to get an opportunity. Going to be about a 41, 42-yard field goal attempt upcoming from Destazio from the right hash. Coming out on the field and a good move because it's a playoff game and you want to give everybody – uh, experience and you know when you kick a 40-yarder uh, in a what about a 30-point game, that's going to give you confidence to kick one when you got a two-point game. There will be a 40-yard attempt upcoming from Destazio, the right footer from the right hash. The protection has been nice so far tonight, and we'll get a flag pre-snap. Maybe someone lined up in the neutral zone, or maybe just a, a little bit too aggressive there. Moving the ball around. It will be offsides against Lauren, so that'll make it a 35-yard attempt. Fourth down and fourth. Coach Holloman going to keep the field goal team out. Yeah, I, I, I would too because you, you want him to make a long field goal here in a playoff game to give him confidence for the next game. So Destazio, 35-yard attempt now. Snap is good. Hold is down. Kick is up. Plenty of distance. And he pulled it just a touch. It was a pretty kick, just a little bit wide of the left upright. So with 5.35 to go, the score remains 41-13. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Founders Federal Credit Union. Relax. Discover the Founders difference. FoundersFCU.com. And by Hospitality Heating and Air Conditioning of Rock Hill, the most comfortable call you can make. 980-4677. And by Ideal Imports West, intersection of Selenese and Rawson Road in Rock Hill. Here are the legendary Rick Dees with your favorite music and memories from the 90s, weekdays on 90 and 94.3. Here are all the action of Tiger football starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow with the Tiger Tailgate Show and Dabo Swinney Show and kickoff at noon. Lawrence will come out, though, a little wide receiver screen over to the left side. It'll be complete, and 
kept in bounds over on the far sideline after a gain of about five yards out to the 25-yard line. I believe that pass was complete to McGowan, McGowan on the far sideline. <clears throat> so trying to get my score. To, I don't have the best cell reception up here most, so trying to get my cell phone to, to load up the most recent scores. We'll run through the 4A bracket, tell you a little about what South Point may expect here in the playoffs. Rawls looking to throw. He's going to dump it off. Pass complete for about five yards. It's McGowan again. He'll be kept inbounds once again by the Stallions, so the clock continues to move under five minutes to go. Stallions right now in their side of the bracket, Mo. They're playing Lawrence tonight, of course. If Greenwood defeats Catawba Ridge, which right now they're up 35-17 to 17 over the Copperheads, South Point's going to have to be on the road next week at Greenwood. So that looks like the most likely matchup right now. Greenwood beat Catawba Ridge earlier this year by a couple of points. This time pass thrown way downfield, and they're going to get the Stallions once again for pass interference. Looks like Dalton Busey had an opportunity to go up make the interception from his safety position and kind of collided with the receiver and the defensive back. He's a little slow to get up. May had the wind knocked out of him. Well, three guys going for the ball. There was contact. Um, is it interference? Well, obviously it's going to be called that. But that was three guys trying to catch a pass. There was contact. And um, penalties against South Point. So it's going to be first down, 15-yard advancement. And now Lawrence will have the ball at the 45-yard line. Their drive moves forward, but we're down to 4 minutes, 38 seconds. So uh, Lawrence is playing for pride from here on. They're, they're not going to be able to win this ball game. So looking at the, the top half of this upper state, bracket here in 4A. AC Flora Greenville. Everybody had their eyes on that one. That's the defending state champion AC Flora Falcons taking on Greenville in a matchup of Titans tonight. And Greenville had the the lead early, but AC Flora come back has a 26-21 lead in the fourth quarter. One that we all kind of anticipated. Irmo, the three seed, taking on a number one seed west side from a from a kind of weaker region, Irmo on top in that one, 35-20 in the fourth. South Point, of course, on top of Lawrence. We mentioned Greenwood on top of Catawba Ridge. So looks like those final four teams will be out here. Chad, another controversial call. Pass was uh, given to a receiver, and he was hit out of bounds. The ball was not caught. But yet the referee called it a catch. It's I an think. incomplete pass. They threw it forty or probably twenty yards downfield. But the, and the referee it, on the spot called it a completion. I mean, the ball was bouncing on the ground. They moved the chains. They've done everything. South Point, you know, apoplectic over there, saying they dropped the ball. The ball was bouncing on the ground. Yeah, There's no chance he called it. No, they're not, and they're huddling to talk about it. But guess what? The <laughs> they're, they're, play stays. Oh my goodness. Coach Holloman standing out on the numbers with the, the side. He's going to call a timeout. Wants to talk about it, figure how in the world that decision was made. We'll take a timeout as well. Stallions on top, 41-13. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Somebody injures somebody else due to their negligence, and they're not willing to step up and make that person whole again. We're the ones that go and make that happen. We work together to make sure that what we're doing is understanding our client. It's very difficult to be a voice for someone that you don't know. We don't want somebody to feel alone when they're not able to provide for their family because of an injury. We want people to know that there's somebody out there that will fight for them. We don't want you to fight your own battles. We don't want you to go it alone. We want you to call Schiller and Hamilton because we've got you back. Schiller and Hamilton Law Firm. Don't go it alone. 803-366-0333.
Coach Holloman still out at midfield talking with the referee, trying to figure out exactly what the play was. Whatever the explanation he got, he he took it, but it doesn't seem real thrilled with it. Now talking to the line judge as well, trying to figure out an explanation. I mean, the ball was clearly not called over there on the far sideline. It was a big hit, but the, the side judge on the far side Mo gave him credit for the reception. Now Lawrence back into Stallion territory at the 40-yard line. It was a missed call. The referees just would not agree to change it. So here we go. <laughs> so now looking down at the first and 10 play, going to hand it off to Roberson inside. He's got a little bit of room. Now he'll shake a tackle, pushes forward, gain him about eight yards on the play. There, there is such a thing that's not talked about publicly. I, I call it sympathy calls. When one team gets way ahead of the other call, Sometimes the referees will call holding that may or may not be holding just to sort of uh, even it out, I guess. I don't know. And I would call that a sympathy call. Yeah, scores across the area. we got a little stoppage on the play. Not sure what exactly it was, whether they called a timeout or what. Uh, they're going to have to send Jonathan Williams off the field, maybe an equipment issue. The, the, the clock is running. We're down to 18 seconds before the ball must be snapped. Uh, on the play clock, they may – restart that well they just wind the clock not restart the play clock so whatever it was they're trying to keep things moving around down here final score from district three perennial power burns goes down to perennial power northwestern 42 to three ridge spring Manetta on top of great falls 48 to 26 We'll take a look at the lower half of the, the lower state bracket. Pass intended for Mankin down the far side. He's going to make the grab, go into his behind as he makes the catch. Inside the 10, it'll be first down and goal to go from the nine-yard line. And in the secondary, Mo, you got all the, the reserves in, but South Point keeping that first-team D-line in the game, getting them some work. In the lower state bracket of the 4A playoffs, Right now, that Myrtle Beach Aiken score. Myrtle Beach jumped out to a big lead. They're on top, 55 to nothing over Aiken in a walloping. They'll play the winner of North Augusta Buford, and right now, Buford on top, 42 to 10. Looks like that'll be the matchup. South Aiken West Florence game, and a little confusion in the backfield there. Rawls looked to hand it off, and no one was there for him to hand it to. But flags come in in that South Aiken West Florence game, Mo. Right now. That's a tight one, 27-21, West Florence on top. And in the North Myrtle Beach Hartsville game, early in the game, Hartsville had a big lead, Mo. They still got it 31-12 to over the North Myrtle Beach team. And don't forget, coming up after 10 p.m. on the OTS Sports Station, K103 and Facebook, you'll hear and see Chuck Roberts with the end zone. Recap of all of Friday night's playoff games with highlights, commentary, and interviews with the coaches. Penalty with holding against... Lawrence, so that 10-yard penalty backs him up to the 18-yard line, but it's still first down, goal to go. Stallion defense looking for another stand. Going to throw a little fade pattern down to the corner. Incomplete in coverage there for the Stallions. Number 24, Tyrone Butterfield. Butterfield seen some action as there have been some players down in the secondary throughout the season, and he's done well when he's come in and taken advantage of his opportunities. Well, I think Coach Holloman's philosophy is if you can get your backups on the field on a Friday night, it's nothing but good. It keeps your starters from getting hurt, and it gives key experience to your backups and rewards them for all the practice they're doing. 
Rawls will take the snap, looking to throw. They set up a little wide receiver screen coming inside. I believe that's McGowan. He's going to make the catch. Dances into the end zone. McGowan with a touchdown from 18 yards out from the right arm of James Rawl, the quarterback. And if if uh, Lawrence is able to get this extra point, it's going to be 41-20, and you're going to wake up tomorrow and look in the newspapers or listen to a radio station and think, well, what a good close game with a lot of – well, actually – it wasn't that close. South Point has been in command since day one of this ball game. So Roberta Luna on to attempt the extra point here for Lawrence. 317 to go. The 18-yard touchdown pass from Rawl to McGowan. Cuts into the lead. 41-19 as we stand and whistles pre-snap. It's going to be illegal procedure against the Raiders. High School Football on the OTS Network brought to you in part by Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill. Counsel with a person you know and trust. And by Family Trust Federal Credit Union, building relationships for a lifetime. And by Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics, SaturdayBraces.com, all proud sponsors of the South Point Stallions. Snap back, Luna's left-footed kick is up, and it is good. 41-20 to 20 is our score. 317 remains. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Patient care and making dentistry a pleasant experience. That's what Cranford Dental is all about. Dr. William Cranford. To sit and listen and converse with patients is the driver to find out what they want, what they need, how we can get them there. New patients welcome. CranfordDental.com. With a new COVID variant circulating, we know your family, staff, and customer safety is important. We can help by sanitizing your workspace or home for COVID-19. Call me, Jen, with Bio One for your disinfecting, crime scene, and extreme filth cleaning needs. BioOneCharlotte.com. This is Kevin Ice at Imperial Pool and Patio. Tired of that old ugly tart covering your pool? At Imperial, we recommend safety and convenience of a loop lock cover. With loop lock, opening and closing your pool becomes an easy one-person job. Ask for loop lock at Imperial Pool and Spas of Rock Hill and Lake Wiley. Three seventeen to go here in the fourth quarter of this second round playoff matchup. Between the Lawrence Raiders and the South Point Stallions, Stallions on top, 41-20, onside kick upcoming, way offsides, no flag on the play. Here it comes in way late. Coach Holloman asking the guys three, four yards downfield. <laughs> and, and the referee turns around and gives a stern look over to, towards Coach Holloman. But Holloman was right. You know, you got guys way offsides on the play, and the flag does not come in. But unfortunately for the Stallions, I believe Lawrence gets to re-kick because it's a pre-kick penalty, so they'll have to field it again. They were able to make the reception. And you don't really practice onside kicks that often, and particularly, you know, you get over to your kicking net on the sideline, mode, you can't really tell. You can practice your kickoffs or your field goals or whatever, but you're not really able to practice getting that funny hop on an onside kick. So getting a second chance here back-to-back, and you kind of got your warm-up ready. And this is a good kick. It's not going to travel the 10 yards and goes behind them, and they're going to get another offsides penalty. They just don't have the timing right at the moment. But they'll have another opportunity to do it. His uh, kick is very odd. He's left-footed. He actually runs in front of the ball and then kicks it. I don't know if it's I mean, it's really sides, almost like the kicker is offsides on that one yeah, because he, yeah. he's kind of circling the ball to be able to kick it left-footed, trying to kick it to the left side. It would be easier for him to kick it towards us, Mo, but he's trying to kick it towards his own sideline. <clears throat> right. And it's kind of running around the ball to be able to kick it straight down the line. And here it goes again. He's way offsides again. 
And no flag thrown on this one, but he's running about a yard past the 30-yard line and kicking it. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Allen asking for an explanation, saying, look, if he's going to run past the 30-yard line, it's a penalty. Yeah. would well, be interesting. It could have continued until they got to the five-yard line the way that was because he didn't seem to know that he shouldn't be doing that. Well, the first one, it was the coverage team way, you know, three, four yards downfield. The second one, you had one guy about a yard offside and the kicker a yard offside. On the third one, it was just the kicker. But they allowed that one to fly. So 3.14 to go. Stallions will take over from the 40-yard line. Be a handoff inside. New running back into the game. Jacob Brookover, I believe, on the carry. He's a little slow to get up on the play. Looked like one of the offensive linemen. May have got rolled up on the tackle. And there will be an injury timeout on the field. We'll take it with them. You listen to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Does Lightning McQueen need auto or life insurance? Well, (laughs) he needs protection to fix himself if he wrecks. And he needs to make sure his family is provided for if he can no longer race. What about home insurance to cover his garage? At Haven Miller State Farm, we can handle all three and save you some money in the process. That's what I'm talking about. Ka-chow! Haven Miller State Farm Insurance. Visit us on Main Street in Rock Hill or 327 Farm or at HavenMillerInsurance.com. Just gone final over in Greenwood. Catawba Ridge season ends. What was a promising start met with adversity. They go down tonight to Greenwood, so the Copperhead season is over. Let's see if we can get the final on that. I believe it was 42-23. to 23. Injured player for the South Point Stallions, offensive lineman Christopher Starr, freshman offensive lineman, getting his first action on the varsity field. He got rolled up a little bit on the play, Mo. Hope he's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, another reason why you don't have your starters out there, you have your backups to give them an experience and keep your starters from getting injured. Uh, with the Greenwood score check, we now know South Point will not have a home game next Friday. They'll play at Greenwood. And, again, if you want to go, please do, but buy your tickets ahead of time. You cannot buy tickets at the stadium. Well, that was Aiden Turner on the carry for the Stallions. And as Christopher Starrs slowly making his way off the field, looks like maybe a an, a, an ankle injury, but he's able to get off under his own power, but does have a substantial limp. Yeah, he's, he's moving slow and a little frustrated, only in for a few plays, but that can happen. Um, you know, you just got to come in and uh, rehab and get ready to go again. Malachi Marshall in at QB for the Stallions. I'll hand it off to Aiden Turner. He's going to have to make a spin move in the backfield to be able to get back to the line of scrimmage and maybe got a yard on the play. So it'll set up third down and about eight yards for the Trojans. 250, excuse me, 245 on the clock. And he was hit right when he got the handoff, so nowhere to go once he uh, got the handoff. Marshall takes a snap, going to look to throw it. Throws it out to Mason Pickett-Hicks on the sideline. Breaks a tackle in the backfield and will scramble forward. Going to just get back to the line of scrimmage as he gets taken out by Michael Mancaca. It'll be likely the first punt of the game for the Stallions, or will they leave the offense on the field? We'll see. Looks like the offense is going to stay there. Uh, here comes the punt team now. So Destazio will get to... Stretch that right leg one more time. This will be his first punt of the evening. 
He'll stand just beyond midfield, and late punt returner comes into the game. It's McGowan who's going to run back. Certainly don't want to kick it to him if you're Destazio. Get a chance to get your punt coverage. A play at full game speed. <clears throat> Stallions just about a half second late on the snap. It'll be a delay of game. I'm sure they're not concerned about that. It gives Destazio a chance to kind of kick it at full force. So it'll be fourth down and about 13. We'll call it 14 yards now. Destazio will stay on to punt it away. Jaden McGowan, the deep man for the Raiders. Destazio's punts a short high one. It's going to hit at about the 25-yard line and kind of backspin about a yard or two. It looked like your wedge game there, Mo. <laughs> yeah, short and off target. <laughs> so it'll be first and ten now for the Lawrence Raiders. minute and a half to go in this contest, Mo. We've got some duties to take care of. We told you earlier in the game we'd have some players of the game. I want you to go first, Mo, with the Imperial Pool and Spa's offensive player of the game. Tonight's Imperial Spool offense, uh, Spa offensive player of the game for the South Point stage is Chris McCullough. He was selected for an outstanding defensive play. Let me check on. <coughs> You've got offense. Oh, I got offense. Right? Looking, at, looking at mine. I believe the Imperial Pool and Spa offensive player of the game is Wayman Generette. He did it all tonight. Had probably upwards of about 100 yards receiving. Had a touchdown receiving. Had a 81 yards on two carries rushing and a touchdown and was one for one and four yards and a touchdown pass throwing the ball. So to commemorate tonight's performance, Wayman receives a personalized engraved plaque. Our congratulations to Wayman Generette, tonight's hospitality, heating and air, offensive player of the game for the South Point Stallions. And tonight's hospitality, heating and air, defensive player of the game for the Stallions, Chris McCullough, had an interception, got robbed of another one on a fantastic play, but played shut down corner all night going against a very talented receiving core from this Lawrence Raiders team to commemorate tonight's performance. Chris McCullough receives a personalized engraved plaque. Our congratulations to Chris McCullough, tonight's hospitality, heating and air, defensive player of the game for the South Point Stallions. It'll be third down upcoming. Pass was complete that time. So McGowan over on the far sideline, able to scramble forward for a couple of yards. It'll be third down and about four yards to go. Lawrence with the ball at the 34-yard line. Stallion reserve defensive team looking to get a stop. Raw throws over the middle. Pass is going to be intercepted at midfield. Dalton Busey with the pick at the 30, looking to score. Picks up a block, 15, 10, 5, knocked out of bounds at about the three-yard line. Dalton Busey, excuse me, Dalton Busey with the big-time return. And, boy, the team excited. They must love this player because everybody on the team has won over to uh, – High five and everything else to let him know how much they appreciate his effort. I've never seen such a excited group when you're already up 41-20. He didn't score, but it was a good interception. Wow, are they celebrating? And the whole you, you love to see that from the stallion bench. Just everybody kind of around Dalton Busey right now had a fantastic tackle on kickoff coverage earlier tonight and. Boy, that would have been a statement there for the Stallions if he would have been able to punch that in. Instead, it's first and goal to go, minute seven to go in the game. And I would imagine that the Stallions, you got an opportunity, you can just take a couple knees, Mo, and get out of here. 
They're looking for a quarterback, looking for some offensive linemen. Everybody's celebrating Dalton Busey on the sideline. They're I was going to say they need a timeout, but they've decided to let the clock run down. A lot of teams would have said six more points, but South Point generally does not do that when they're way ahead. Yeah, I think they're not concerned about the five-yard penalty. They're going to, well, some of the coaches appear that they might be concerned. They're doing some shouting on the sideline, trying to get the right personnel into the game. But we'll see what they decide to do. They could take a knee, down it out, or they could let this second and third team try to punch one in the end zone. And how about those moves on that interception? He actually had pretty good speed and uh, turned left, turned right, and almost got in the end zone. Stallion still trying to figure it out. Malachi Marshall is going to check out of the game and checking into the game at quarterback. Going to be number 17 for South Point. Be a handoff breaking off to the left side. It's going to be number 27, Aiden Turner, in from about eight yards out. That will extend the lead 47-20 to for the Stallions. And, again, everybody on the sideline. I mean, the coaches are saying, hey, guys, get back in the in the coach's box or the sideline area. Uh, but they're just, you know, there's some younger players getting a chance to play and making a play, and everybody's happy for them. Uh, Jace LaFleur was the quarterback, handed it off to Aiden Turner. Turner able to punch it in from eight yards out, extend the lead. Chip Destazio on for the extra point. Snap back kick is going to be blocked. So 47 to 20 is where we stand with one minute, two seconds to go. We'll be back for the finale. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Your name? Santa Claus. Père Noel. Italian. Père Nicole. Papa Gigio. Okay, people, Santa's coming in town. It's time for Toys for Happiness. Presented by Piedmont Medical Center, Williams and Fudge, and Rock Hill School District 3. <laughs> the laughter and smiles. We all act a little nicer. We The twinkle in their we, eyes. We smile a little easier. We And the warmth of knowing that you've helped a child this Christmas. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Toys for Happiness is supported in part by Founders Federal Credit Union. Comfort Systems Heating and Air, Noble and Ingalls CPAs, Good Pharmacy, and Carolina Power Washing. Help Toys for Happiness and Santa by calling 324-1340 and participate through your business or favorite charity. You can also bring your toys to Broadcast House on Confederate Avenue, Rock Hill, locations at the YMCA of Upper Palmetto, and many of our sponsors. Toys for Happiness is a community service of the OTS Family of Stations and the Toys for Happiness Foundation. God blesses everyone. For more info, go to toysforhappiness.com. Excitement here at the Corral. Dalton Busey's 47-yard return of an interception is capped off by an 8-yard touchdown run by Aiden Turner. Kickoff's going to be filled by J.D. McGowan at about the 10-yard line. He's going to scramble around the left side and be pushed out of bounds over on the Lawrence sideline. 52.5 seconds to go. And and, uh, if you're thinking, well, South Point didn't need to score, what are they trying to rub it in? No, when when you have a team – you can't say go half speed. Uh, you run the ball in an effort to let the clock run and end the game. But when you're out there playing, you, you, you're you going to try to do your best, whether you're blocking or tackling or running. And it just so happens there was good blocking, there was a good run, and it was a score. But it was not – if you pass the ball four plays with 30 seconds to go or 50 seconds, then, yeah, you're trying to run the score up. That was just we're going to run the ball, try to run it well. And, um, but that was a third-team quarterback handing off to fourth or 15, 
freshman running back, yeah. you know, yeah. and so clearly not a we're rubbing it in. Let's run some more points up. Not not, not that situation. You're giving your team an opportunity to go out and make plays. Players work hard all season, and uh, you know you got a goal to go situation with a minute to go in the game, and uh, you know those guys are going to play hard too. So yeah. well, you don't you want go, them to score. Stop them. If you go half speed, you're going to probably get hurt in this game regardless of your position. So after the return and a penalty over on that far sideline, Lawrence will begin this possession from the Stallion 48-yard line and fire it over to the left side. That's going to be complete, I believe, to Zai Todd on the far sideline. So clock will stop as the ball goes out of bounds. Lawrence not done yet. They're trying to punch one in as well. Stopping the clock, trying to... Get down the field. I believe that pass was complete to Shans over on the far sideline. Rawls looking to throw over the middle again. A little too tall for his intended receiver, throwing in the direction of Jay Pulley just over his outstretched arm. Dalton Busey in coverage over there had an opportunity for it, but it was overthrown. And another good job by the defensive secondary of South Point. There, some passes have been caught on them. They've been some open lanes, but all in all, they've done a good job of containing the receivers. Third down and five now for Lawrence. It's a cool night here. Look at my watch. Down to 48. was in the 70s earlier, but it's cooled off. It's been a beautiful night for football. We certainly want to encourage you to follow these stallions down to Greenwood next weekend. Pass to Jaden McGowan. He's going to catch it. Has enough for the first down. Gets down to about the maybe the 27-yard line. Now the clock is the enemy. 33.4 seconds to go in the game. He was tackled inbound, so the clock will start as soon as they get the chain set. First and ten now for Lawrence. And Lawrence Raiders continue to play hard, too. They want to score. They, everybody wants to do their best, and, and they have not given up. Been a lot of fighting this team. They got behind early big time, but they kept clawing their way, trying to claw their way back to the ball game. Raw throws downfield, almost intercepted. Stallion got a hand on it. Can't see what number that is, Mo, but... Had an opportunity to knock it away. I believe that was number 50, knocking it away there. A reserve linebacker, Devontae Evans, dropping back in coverage. Sophomore almost had a pick. And if the pass had been called, it could have been six. He was about the 10-yard line when, when the ball got there. Second down and 10, upcoming for Lawrence. Rawls still in the game. Full starting unit in for Lawrence. Rawls going to look to throw this one deep. Now has to scramble out of the pocket. Going to pick up some yards. Crosses the 30. Going to make a move on the sideline. Stays inbounds. Going to be knocked down at the 15-yard line by Dalton Busey. <laughs> Cuts him down. Crowd loves it. Crowd loves Crowd it. Crowd loves it. <laughs> he may be our MVP. We may need to reconsider. That stayed inbounds. Busey tonight. <laughs> And with Raw staying in bounds, the clock will expire. Stallions victorious, 47 to 20 over the Lawrence Raiders. They will advance into the third round of the playoffs, and they'll take have to travel to Greenwood. Never an easy place to play, Mo. And they're going to be taking on Greenwood at Greenwood in the third round. Greenwood victorious tonight over Catawba Ridge. You've been listening to South Point High School Football Playoffs here on FM 94.3 and on WRHI.com. This broadcast is a copyrighted presentation of the OTS Sports Network. Tonight's technical producer and our halftime host was the great Stephen Stone. Our studio engineer, the handsome Seth Eves, for a complete listing of next week's round. Round three playoff pairings and broadcast times. Listen in tomorrow. Go to WRHI.com to see where you can hear your favorite team play. I'm Chet Tucker on behalf of my on-air 
your partner. Mobile. We thank you for making our broadcast part of your Friday night. Once again, final score, South Point 47, Lawrence 20. Good night, everybody.